Three, two, one, go. There. Okay, sorry. Yeah, it was a long setup call. Things like I said, I figured having the Yeti microphone simpler versus putting me get a mic, Lewis get a mic, Junior recreating the friggin' tracks. And like I told Junior before, obviously all three of us speak at different sound levels. So it's like, I don't want to have just like me, Junior, and Lewis on one soundtrack. You on one soundtrack, and it's it's hard mixing the shit. Well, we so. used to it. Yeah. But I gave Junior a stack of papers, has the uh, fucking. I printed out news articles from a while back. They've been sitting there collecting dust. So, plus I got my uh, my emails too. So I got like <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of fucking news articles. <laughs> Sound like we got a lot to talk about. Yeah, but man, freaking uh, how was? It? Wait, so you and Karen got you guys um ordered dinner instead of cooking it? Yeah, I mean sometimes we order dinner. Okay, We're like normal people. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm saying shit. Karen cooks everything, so it's it's hard to imagine. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, we have our restaurants around here that we like to eat from. So yeah. I mean, she made a nice uh, chicken wraps, uh, chicken Caesar wrap with a lunch and some, uh, yeah, like that a sounds delish, like <laughs> a homemade uh, breakfast uh, taco. What is the Crunchwrap Supreme? Jesus, Chris is drooling over here just to let you know. <laughs> yeah, boy, can't even sit there and keep still after you said all that. Yeah, uh, and also a, a homemade blueberry pie. So <laughs> nice. Yeah, well, so we've been down at recently, Carlton Jr. and Lewis finally see the the the, the, the YouTube kind of room setup I got going on him, like the, the golden iMac. <laughs> what up, Carlton? How's it going? Yeah, just we're getting gonna... out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so me and Lewis got the mics, and we got, we got Junior right behind Junior. I got about nineteen bottles of alcohol, so he's he's set. The crack in we that's, got. That's a good photo <laughs> yeah. setup. He's got yeah. the paper layout, map, bottles just assembled. Yep. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not about to sit here and drink all this shit. <laughs> I told him before we get before I leave. Well, you know, Junior. <laughs> <laughs> he blames me for everything. Like no matter what I do, like I could literally just sit there. I could just be minding my own business. I haven't talked to the man in two years, and somehow something <laughs> is still my fault. Like I, I could be dead, and it would be it'd be my fault. Like Jesus. Well, it's funny. Lewis was taking pictures, and I got to make sure for Junior and Lewis leave. I got to take my pictures, my my token black friends, because uh, I showed Junior the fucking the the Facebook thing, Carlton. I sent to you. God. Yeah, he sent it to me this morning. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, after after I kind of thought about it, and you know, it's like me. I'm always I'm always like the type of person that likes to add a little fuel to the fire. Yeah. So it's <laughs> like you know, I I definitely decided that it was just like you know what, I'm not even gonna bother yeah. because with this PC culture nowadays, it's just like people look for a reason to try to blame somebody else. Yep. It's like we. I was like, especially women. They mm-hmm. love the word narcissism, yes. but doesn't like the word accountability. You're sexist. <laughs> Like, it's just like they love that. They love sitting there trying to come at other people for every little goddamn thing, but they can never hold themselves accountable for nothing. Yep. And it's just like, I I just get to the point when it's just like, don't, I just don't associate myself with people like that anymore. Yeah. And it's just like, even playing, you can't really even play devil's advocate either. I mean, you can attempt to, but you really can't play devil's advocate with somebody who's PC because it's just like when you look at it from that angle, it's never been that serious to begin with anyway. They try to establish a a running joke with with racism. It's like, it's 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 so awful now that the racism now has become reverse racism where it's just like if you're the person that's automatic automatically thinking about color. Off the context of a comment. Now we're in a now we're in a place 
where it's just like, are you the racist one? Or are you trying to bring out racism in somebody else? Yeah. Or do they even understand what racism really is? Yeah. Well, I mean, th- th- here's the thing, right? There's a lot of isms, is, phobes, and all yep. this extra stuff that's out there in current yeah, society, right? You're right. It's all there. But then it's just like you classify other people as being as such simply because they don't agree with your mindset, because they don't think in the same plane as you. And quite frankly, that plane flies real low. So when you sit there and you say that, oh, well, I'm just going to sit there and, you know, I'm going to call Chris a racist. Because he's, he made a joke about rappers not paying child support, even though this kid was making fun of emo kids. Yeah. And it's like, so so you're mad because he made fun of a black guy imitating an emo kid. You call him racist, yeah. even though he's been around black people his entire life. Well, real quick, Junior, I mean, because Carlton trying to catch him up and listen to this. The context was Junior about like, like, a, like a fucking month ago. Junior posted a, a TikTok video, right? Now, Carlton, you, you and me are older than these guys, but you remember the fucking 80s and 90s phase and stuff, especially like bands like Simple Plan or something where they would, all these guys would talk like this and stuff. And like, we love these girls. And they, they had a different emo way of ta- singing and shit back in the 90s. A lot of the indie you punk know. rockers. Yeah, or, or, or I mean, or, or even like I said, I mean, at this point, it's 2022, you still know the name of fucking Backstreet Boys and Sync, and they had a certain mm-hmm. stigma, and we get yeah. that, you know. So Junior posted TikTok, and it's out there, and it was a black dude. He put on this fucking fake blonde wig and stuff, and he's like, he's, he's and <laughs> it was fu- it was funny as hell, and he's like, he's yeah, like, that was funny. What was it? <laughs> He puts because down, tonight my dreams I fall for you. Yeah, and, he, yeah, he, and he's purposely, he's purposely, you know, he's curving his fucking lips a certain way, and he's like being a, a black guy making fun of white people. Dave Chappelle did it plenty of fucking times. It's a whole like cliche oh, yeah. black, where black guys, where black guys have to talk like this to be a white guy. As much as me, and Car- as much as me and Carlton could say, like we start dropping our tone down, like yo, what's up, man? You know what I'm saying, honey and shit, and, and like every every. Let me get them seven like, digits. Yeah, I don't right. know if I can drop my tone anymore. Oh, that's true. What's happening, son? <laughs> Carlton sounds. <laughs> <laughs> but well, it's a point that you know every every fucking racist stereotypes we know it and that's part of comedy we make fucking fun of it it's like like south park that's it south park makes fun of everybody and and, mm-hmm. and every fucking year of south park there's always controversy bill burr does it dave Chappelle does it ricky mm-hmm. it's it's just endless but Thanks. So that's the point in comedy. Now, like Junior said, so the comedy was this is a fucking black kid. He's making fun of white people, which I'm all fine with that because I believe comedy should, everybody should make fun of everybody. So, of course, mm-hmm. it's funny. He's making fun of emo kids. He's wearing a fucking fake blonde wig that obviously wouldn't match his haircut. Okay, you know, no problem. It's true. Yeah. So then, of course, I make a comment <laughs> saying, I did like the comedy. And I'm like, it's like, this is pretty funny. I'm like, but I wonder how it would be if, like, I made a joke about rappers not paying child support. And then it gets, then it gets fucking quiet. Then of course I start getting endless responses about racist stuff, and I'm racist and this and that. And I'm like, there was nothing racist about it because there is a number of uh, rap artists, not all of them, but a yeah. number of them have some kids and yeah. love children running but, around. But it, it was, it was, it was the to deeper take care of the responsibilities. Yeah, it don't fit the mold for all. No, pop or rap entertainers, but the ones that fit yeah. the mold. That's it, it, what he was referring to the extravagance yeah. of that. As, as much as that's not, what comedy is extravagance. Yeah. As much as like you know, not not all fucking white guys sing like that neither. Obviously, <laughs> exactly. Obviously, you know, just like some. But it's the point. It's like you're you're joking on white people, which I'm fine with. But a second, I make a racial joke back at you guys because it is. It's a stigma of like even 2022. Since I've been a fucking kid in the 80s, this whole thing of black guys not paying child support, we joked about in the fucking podcast. It's obviously a fuck. It's obviously a fucking joke. It's still so true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's true. But yeah, yeah. Exactly. 
Exactly. It's true. Well, that's the thing. But say, if Junior Lewis, if they, it's like, if Junior Lewis says, number one, it's either their Uncle Tom's, their house niggers. Simple. That's the fucking term still used in 2022, you know. But if me and Carlton say it, we're fucking racist. And that's why I said, it's like, you can have this endless thing nowadays where, like I said, Carlton, you and me could walk up and punch an Asian guy in the fucking face. You guys are racist, okay? But then I pull up the fucking New York Post, and why is it the past fucking six months alone, 90 fucking percent of hate crimes are by fucking black people beating the shit out of Asians? But that's okay, right? It's like no, a hate crime's a fucking hate crime. Well, I mean, here, here's, here's the thing, right? So it, the whole situation is just a lot deeper than they made it out to be. Mm. What it is is just the fact that it's just that when I mean, because I mean, when you look at the video, mm-hmm. she got a fat ass. Like I mean, she got a fat uh, ass. I mean, yeah. oh my god, like shit, like she's delicious. Oh, 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 it is. Oh, oh, it is. Shit, they made me want him go emo for a quick second. But it's just the fact that, but it's just that if, but it was just the fact that it was like, all right, it's funny that he's portraying, you know, trying to be an emo kid. All right. Pretty much put in the, um, he was put in the catalyst that it was this beautiful, well-statured, well-proportioned woman saying, oh, if if my crush was emo and that's when he came in acting like an emo kid because you know, he was trying to get him them yeah. trying to get him trying to clap them cheeks he was trying but to get them it yams. Was just, but it was just the fact yams. that it's like yo like <laughs> she like she was just gorgeous so it's like you yeah. damn right I'm gonna try to play that part my damn self and I, that's why I shared it on my Facebook initially because it was a, funny as hell and yeah. and when my cuz shared it I was at work and saw it on break, and I was like, "Yo, this shit funny as hell." Yeah. So I that's me. It. That's me. That's, that, that's me in the mo. And then the bro Chris shared it, and then that's when he made his comment, and that's what I said. It all like hell goofiness. Fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like because he went onto the public forum of yeah. the picture of the video itself, and he posted that comment, yeah. and that's where it got taken out of context. But it was just the fact that is. But you know, it's funny. He didn't mention color. Yeah, color was course. color was mentioned by other people commenting on his comment. Also, Junior, like it would have been funny. What would happen? What if the exact same comment would have came out of your Lewis? You think that nothing? Exactly nothing. If anything, they would have just laughed. Yeah. If anything, they literally would have just laughed. Mm-hmm. Like it wouldn't have been anything else but laughter. No. That's also, it. the way how you said with the PC culture is is a lot of it's based on confirmation bias and ignorance how we talk about on your channel and stuff like that yeah and the point of the matter is it seemed like everybody wants to be right rather than be understood and most people that's about the confirmations bias ordeal like you said if you don't agree with them even when it's on a healthy respectful level oh you don't agree that that i can cook you hate me No, you're saying you need to step your chef game up. That's all. Well, the thing about the confirmation bias is the fact that, see, when you're talking from that aspect, Mm -hmm. it's when you look at PC culture in itself, they sit there and they say, Mm -hmm. hey, you know, oh, you don't agree with me on this. You're isterophobe because you don't you don't agree with my narrative. So you have to be on the other end. It's the same aspect with like in, in the political structure. Right. You look at the political structure and everything that's going on. Yeah. Right. That mm-hmm. that whole ha- that stands. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, you agree with Biden. That means you're dumb. Right. That means you're a piece of shit Democrat or anything like that. You don't mm-hmm. even have to be a part of a political party. No, you could be you, independent. The mo- you the moment that you agree with something that somebody said, mm-hmm. even if you're not even a part of that party. 
they automatically think you're some lousy shit-faced Democrat that people can't stand. Or if you side with Trump, because when Trump was president, we didn't go through a big-ass recession that we're going to probably have to go through for the next generation (laughs) because of the Mm -hmm. misuse of our tax dollars and this war that's going on that they don't have money for anything else but the shit billions mm-hmm. of dollars to fund that you yeah, Ukraine. We, we don't we don't we don't you know what i'm saying yeah. we don't talk we don't talk about things like that right so we don't talk about the real things that matter in social media we talk about everything is there's a certain context to everything you don't know what the context of what anybody is saying until you literally hear everything that we have to say you have to nice. dictate that by our tone not by a sentence that's typed out on facebook mm-hmm. people don't mm-hmm. get that because if you go on youtube mm-hmm. like me i'm on youtube all the time if mm-hmm. my with my 60 videos that i have out on youtube right now and i have some that's even some more that i'm uploading tonight right you know with my angry ranch channel i literally sit there and i say that i <laughs> it's funny I go crazy on that channel when I yell at people, like especially when I'm yelling because of the fact that people are just stupid. You see, you know I'm I be part of the channel. You see, I'm in the background, like yeah, yeah, not going in because he's wrong. He's going in because he's dropping a lot of facts. So you're the hype man. <laughs> well, I call man. him the milk yeah, stealer. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the milk stealer. <laughs> um, I'm pretty much like the hype man and uh, the co-pilot. Like you know, I'll chime in, you know, some views, opinions, and assessments along with what he be sharing. You know, his great dialogues on the channel and stuff like that. But because he's already on a roll, I don't really have yeah. to say much. Really, I just yeah. sit back like. He got this. Yeah, because yeah. when I posted about the, on him. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Like when I was posting about like the whole state of emergency thing because of all the shootings that was happening in the city. Yeah. And I literally sat there and I said, and when 13.4% of the population leads the entire country in gun violence and armed robbery, that. that's a problem. Like, And people would sit there and say, like, well, you know, white people are leading in this. I'm like, okay, well, when, when white people are 70% of the population, mm-hmm. we as 13.4% percent which is literally just under a seventh of the population mm-hmm. shouldn't be winning in shit this yeah. isn't a competition you know what i mean what yeah. the fuck type like, of a competition co- is competition this? was the biggest scumbag it's like it's like this it's like <laughs> yeah, it can be when you sit there Definitely. like in 20 like 2019 2019 i always like to use this year because that was when everything the pandemic started everything just started Back. spiraling out of control and things like that but in 2019 when there was almost forty thousand gun violence deaths Mm-hmm. And fifty five percent of them was reflected by thirteen point four percent of the population. Mm. You look at wow, but it, it, it's like that, that. Why is that reflected by that? When you look at armed robberies that are thirty percent, thirty four percent higher, you look at you know you you look at hate crimes two hundred and fifty six percent higher. Mm. You look at you know you look at how you know so many other crimes like the one crimes that that is always represented in America is what white people do to black people, but what black people do to other races yeah. is never presented. Huh. Like one of the things that's never per- perpetrated on social media because it makes other people look bad. It makes the narrative look bad. And if the narrative looks bad, that means everybody yep. who's associated with that narrative from from the elite all the way down to the bottom trash is going to mm-hmm. look like yeah. shit. And mm-hmm. that's why things don't get perp- don't, don't, things don't get told as they should. Because that's why facts are left out that's why you know lying by omission is still lying when you yes, speak in, when you speak in half truths 
you're still fully lying. So when you sit there, you're you're literally sitting there still lying to the public because you're not giving them the full story. Remember that time, uh, Will, we was talking about how I heard on a podcast when we was recording some yeah. content, mm-hmm. and how I told you I heard on a, a a podcast show where someone said the way society, today's society especially, goes about things, they have this mindset that's like this. Why look for the truth when the lies, rumors, and speculations are more entertaining? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Which is... A fucked up way to think. That's like not to bring. Well, it the up, truth is hard to accept. Lies is easy. They're they're like the empty right, calories and the you're, soda. You're absolutely right because yeah. to actually step to the truth means you got to be honest yourself about the things you're still holding onto that's making you sick or delusional yeah. to what's around us. Well, so, I yeah, mean, it hurts when you finally accept point, it because uh, I read a book back in college called the seven levels of influence and i actually have that book at home that's a great book, it, by the way. it's really good but it's like when people people like to remain consistent so even when yeah. you show them facts even when you show them truth they will stay b- believe in the lie because to go against that lie that has basically propped them up will make them inconsistent that's why You'll see these women staying in relationships with, you know, guys that are abusive. Yeah. Even yeah. though they, they tell themselves to get out because it's if they go against that, they're being inconsistent and people naturally don't want to do that. So that's why they will believe a lot. That's yeah, why we because, see these yeah. YouTube videos mm-hmm. of people like believing that they answered the question, like how many states mm-hmm. are in America? And like, oh, 27. They believe that. But even if you tell them they're wrong, it's like, they will be- very rarely, if at all, hmm. you know, back up. They got to remain consistent. And that's one of those seven levels of influence that you can, yeah. you know, use if you uh, to influence people. You know? Right. And the thing about facts and truth, something has also been mentioned amongst us, bros, that while facts need statistics, credentials, receipts and evidence to prove his credibility, where truth, like you said, the truth hurts. It's like the lion of the jungle that's running shit. It just has to walk in a room and everybody knows what it is. They don't have to debate it. They don't got to question it. They know it. And because most people tend to lie to themselves, even if they're not doing exactly what they're saying other people is doing to them, they know they still played a part in it. Like, all right, I could be talking about this woman not doing me right, but I'm the one who let her walk in the fucking door. Huh. Well, uh, it's it. am I making sense? Well, here's the thing with that. I'll add on to what you're saying with that. Go right? ahead. Go ahead. So there's, there's, there, here's the thing about I. Here's how I could fa- uh, compare facts to truth, right? Mm-hmm. So as you said, facts is researched. It there's credentials and right. things behind it, right? Yes. But a truth is spoken. Yes. Right? So what a truth is is to say your truth. That means what you say is what you perceive to be as the truth, mm-hmm. right? Then there's what I say. That mm-hmm. is perceived as the truth. And then there is the, the truth. truth. Yeah. Okay. About and what times, that yes. truth, that truth does, if that truth there, that is that truth that's mm. spoken is not the truth that we believe is the truth. Mm-hmm. We perceive that as a lie and, or we either perceive it as a lie or we have to be combative in trying to invalidate your point because we have to mention unrelated things or we have to attack in a way to make that truth invalidated. Mm-hmm. And in current PC culture, that's 
the biggest issue. Yeah. A lot well, of you know you want the argument. Sorry. Yeah, a yeah. lot of people are comfortable in their delusions. That's why, you know, there's another saying that goes in with this great topic on this episode is that a person that's living in the truth, not just your truth and my truth, guys, but someone who's living in the truth and the truth doesn't mind being questioned, even if it makes them vulnerable. But someone who's living in a liar delusion will take it as being challenged. Yeah. Because somewhere they already comfortable in their bias or confirmation bias or like you said, bro, their their truth or my truth. Type the bubble truth. Yeah. Yes, I call it the, the bubble, bubble truth. truth. Yeah. Even better. Even better. And bubble. that's why and that's and that's something also some of us we've talked about, you know, whether it was all of us together or just heart to heart, person to person, where a lot of like the great leaders past and present that's like genuine and not corrupted have been either chased down or ostracized. ostracized. Yeah. Because they wasn't going for just facts. They was going for the truth and try to share and spread the truth yeah. because they went against the narrative because yes, in current society right now, the truth is against the narrative. Yeah. So if you sit there and you say certain things that they don't like, because it goes against the narrative, whether it's true or not, you are automatically deemed as a person of hatred. Yeah. I said this before. Yes, One, you have. I, I have said this before, and I will say this again on this episode. I haven't said it on this episode. I haven't been here in a while. So, But I will definitely say this, right? So one of the... <laughs> the thing is, is that the same people that's making it seem like that we're full of hatred for being... For, you know, per saying the truth, for believing the truth, and being about the truth. Oh, cranberry juice? Right? Nah, I'm drinking it straight. I don't, I don't, I don't mix. <laughs> you got the Jack Honey? I, I, don't, I don't mix. So it's like the same people that say you're full of hatred for, ha for living in the truth are the ones that are actually full of hatred. Because they hate you for not being influenced by today's society. They hate you for, for having for a free yourself. will of thought yes. and thinking for yourself mm -hmm. and not being a part of the PC culture, getting offended by every little thing. Like there was like the thing that um, Dave Chappelle did, right? So there was like mm -hmm. one little stand up that Dave Chappelle did. I, mm -hmm. I, I did like a tally of a thousand comments, right? Mm -hmm. I, I had a lot of free time on my hands. <laughs> I didn't have to do anything. So I looked at a thousand comments, yeah. mm -hmm. the first thousand, cause there's like 40,000. I just want to do the first thousand. Yeah. After the first thousand, I tallied up exactly 17 negative comments yeah. out of the thousand, right? Mm. But the 17 negative comments got the most reactions. Yeah. Do you want to know why the 17 comments got the most reactions? Because those are the ones that fuel the narrative. Yeah. Those are the ones that say, oh, well, Dave Chappelle never liked white people. I'm pretty sure one of his childhood friends are white. That's and one of his best friends. Is, That's from one of his standups. We was talking about how he never had stovetop in his home until he went to his white friend's house. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so when you sit there and you say, you know, when you sit there and you say that, you know, it, when you go against the narrative, you're yeah. a person of hatred. That is what current society is yeah. telling you. But we are in our own circle. We are in our own bubble. We are in our own place in society where we're around people. That's also understanding as well. Yeah. We're not a part of the PC society. We are a right. part of our own society. Chris right. got dabbled into the PC society when he made that public comment yeah. on that video. But at the end of the day, people that the PC community is in a whole separate a whole separate world uh, than us because they have their like like 
remember what remember what we said before. Like Al Al said this before. I have mm-hmm. to quote this man because what he said was was it hit me like to the bone. Right. This mm-hmm. man said to the bone. that the most dangerous people <laughs> in society today are bubble thinkers. Yeah. The people who literally sit there, they get and they and they can and that bubble continues to expand to this day. Yeah. That continues right. to put people inside that bubble who think the same way. So when they go on social media and they see something that they don't like, they take things out of context. Facts. They develop negative comments. They have a bunch of people like their stuff. Yo, it's a whole process that these guys go through, and it's a scary part of society. Very scary. And yeah. and um, Cuzzo, adding on to what you were saying, the whole thing with the bubble thinker movement community, this has been going on since the beginning of time. BC, yeah. AD, all that. Oh, what's that uh, quote what's that? from the Venture Brothers? Yeah. As soon as the second man was born, there was conspiracy made against the first. <laughs> yes, it yeah. was. You're right. That's my show. Um, uh, the thing is, is that now backtracking a few yeah. bits before, you know, he threw, you know, the Venture Bros in. Great show. Um, <laughs> Bubble Thinker's been around since the dawn of time. It's just now we in the, in the age of social media. Yeah. Social media has gave bubble thinkers a platform and momentum to ride on. Yeah. Yep. That's what so, you I mean, when you think back to the wish trials and stuff, uh-huh. you know, yeah. yeah, that's a good example right there. Very good example. Yeah. Salem, Massachusetts. Watch well, what Joe Rogan A woman that. knows math. She's a witch. Let's, yeah. let's, uh, we, we, we could go deep in that, but now nah, that could be yeah. for another time. Yeah. But, um, like, for example, yeah. the whole thing that happened with the bro Chris was innocent. It was. Just yeah. funny. It was funny as fuck. Yes, very yeah. funny. Again, I, I, I got to give props to to the comedy gold <laughs> that the oh, gold Chris done. You got to realize though, social media is like there's a lot of good to it, but there's a lot of toxicity. Yeah. And think of it like as a lake of clean water, but there's that slime on top. Yeah, and you have yeah. to put your if you're gonna dab with the social media, you got to put your hand. It's yeah. gonna touch that slime on top, you know. That that mm-hmm. is true. That is true. Mm-hmm. And then there's the I mean, filter, there's the filtering and you know exactly. stuff too. Some you know, know as how soon to as do you, it. Some yep. don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As soon as you, you go to go ahead, yeah. Bro. Sorry, real quick. It's like as soon as you go, like I'm gonna do something on social media. You know, it's gonna affect some because they just sit there and yeah. watch. They have nothing to do. They just exactly. sit there and watch like little Nazis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as you said that, this is what I got from it. The cuz will heard me use this phrase before. Now, in case you and the bro, Chris hasn't heard me, I'm about to use this reference and how it's relevant and connects. Okay, drop what it. What we're talking about now. When he showed me the post and the screenshots of the comments and the responses to it, this is what came into my in my mind frame. Chris pretty much always said, like, just saying hypothetical reference to the joke, the punchline, and a response from it. All Chris did was, like, he just pretty much said to the Facebook social media world, I like ice cream. The PC community came in, what the fuck you got against ice cream? (laughs) Like, that's pretty much what they did. He didn't say nothing Mm -hmm. bad about ice cream, and that's pretty much where the whole confirmation bias method works. It's like, you say something, and it's from a healthy reasonable credible place but because it's not credible to their fitting they try to find something against it 
Well, I mean, yeah. because of the fact that nowadays is because if they know that there's there's facts that's out there, there's a truth that yeah. is out there that can expose the mentality of these people. Mm-hmm. Like, look at it. Like, I, I said this before, and I'll say it again, right? And I, I I don't care who hears this. People can hear this until the till the day I die. I will stand by this statement. Black people are not proud to be black people until something happens in the black community. Yeah. And I and you, I, I said yeah, that, and I said, said that, that I get quiet every time because, because it's so damn true. Because look look at this right, Eric Garner happened. I didn't mm-hmm. see no storming. I didn't see nobody getting beat up. I didn't see nobody attacking police officers. I didn't see nobody saying everybody got to be held accountable. That man got choked to death on camera. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Nobody did nothing. Mm-hmm. George Floyd happened, right? Because yeah. this is after 18 months of everybody sitting in the house doing not a goddamn thing yeah. because everything was closed down. Now right. people had an excuse to go outside yeah. to supposedly be mad right. about one person getting hit with police brutality, even yeah. though it happens to a, a minimum of 6,000 people per year. And I'm not mentioning black people. I'm just mentioning 6,000 people plus per year mm-hmm. is a victim of police brutality yeah. mm-hmm. with 55% of them being white. So I can't say that though. So <laughs> when you sit there and you say, right, more than half the victims of police brutality aren't even black. So when you sit there and you say that, you know, what, where's the accountability, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Police need to be held accountable for, for police brutality. Right. right. Absolutely. So yeah. don't we need to be held accountable for $66 billion worth of damage throughout the country in terms of businesses? You yeah. shut down black-owned small businesses <laughs> because you rioted it, because you wanted to sit there. We did more damage to ourselves yeah. than we did to the political structure. Yeah, yeah the riots wrong. started in their own neighborhoods. Exactly. You're not wrong. Exactly. Yeah. not wrong. It, it, yeah. and here's, here's what kills me more than anything, right? Here's what kills me more than anything. When you okay, talk right. about... In current, when you talk about what's happening in inner city communities, you talk about what's happening with that. You talk about people Mm. getting shot. You talk about people getting beat up. You talk about everything that's happening with that, right? Mm. All they say is, is that we are systematically poor. Or all they say is, is that it's because the government is making it so we are constantly down. All they're saying is the fact that, well, crime like this is going to happen because people aren't perfect. Okay. So from the same aspect, police aren't perfect. They're meant to protect and serve, right? Police aren't perfect. Police right. are going to try to do that sometimes, right? They're held to a higher standard, but mm. they're regular citizens just like us that that upholds and enforces the law, right? Right. So if you're going to sit there and attack the entire country for one person getting a knee on their neck, why aren't we saying you know you say I can't breathe for George Floyd mm. who got a neck a knee on his chest, but you're saying I can't live? For kids between the ages of 14 and 25 dying at a record pace for the last three years. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. So when you sit there and you say something like that, why isn't it that people don't, people just say what they want to say. People just want to be heard. People just want to open their mouth. They don't want to hear what's really true. They just want to know what, this is in front of me. This is the problem. Fuck everything else. And the thing is, is that when they say that police is so bad, I'm like, if police is so bad, they don't even make up a percent, not a single percent in this country of deaths. When it, we kill ourselves more than police kills us. Yeah. So what? Way more, literally 150 times more. Can't say that. So when you sit there and you say that, oh well, t- literally there was like a statistic that was really scary, right? Like 
up until like the and I'm talking present time. I'm not going back in the day. I'm talking present time. Right. In present time right now, for every like 283 deaths, mm-hmm. there's one assault case from a police officer. And I'm not talking about a death. I'm talking about a death from a cop. I'm talking like an assault case, somebody suing a cop or something like that. Right. You know, when people say like, well, how come how come um, a lot of the cops don't get charged? Because a lot of it is bullshit. Because when you look at what's going on, why did you resist the cop? Like, yeah. why did you run away from the cop? When the cop said freeze, why did you run? When the cop said get down on the ground, yeah. why did you try to swing on him? When the, so don't get held accountable for your actions, but just hold the person that's to a higher standard for his. Yeah. So it's like, you don't have to control yourself. You can be the animal, but he can't be a shepherd. So yeah. you're going to sit there and do all the dumb shit, mm-hmm. but can never take accountability. This is why I say we love the word narcissism, yeah. but nobody can say accountability. accountability. Nobody. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm going to Accountability is kryptonite to a lot of people. To a lot. To the entire population. Yeah. Not even a lot of people. To the entire population. There is never a point in time. We can literally... And I say the entire population outside of my circle. There's never been a point in time that somebody can just literally sit there and say, I'm wrong, you're right. Yeah. When is the last time any social media post, anything, when they got proven wrong, they said, you know what, you're right, I'm wrong. I see it from a different point yeah. of angle. No, they automatically call you an ist or a phobe yep. or something along the lines that represent a point of hatred. Yeah. Yeah. The There's bubble, never bubble accountability thing, for nothing. Yeah. That is why I separate myself from it. That is why right. when it comes down to social media, I use it for pure comedy. Mm. I don't use it to get involved in nothing. And I know the points and the pressure points of not what the press to not put myself in that position. You know what you just pointed out, bro? You pretty much just pointed out where not just the capabilities of your social etiquette or how we are ex- exercising our social etiquette where it's in a realm of reason, a realm of understanding, it's no ignorance or BS type of deals involved like what we're addressing yeah. now. Most people's social etiquette or social cues tied to their social etiquette is not where they try to claim it to be. And it also ties in what you said a couple topics before. Most people, and you said this before, Chris, and on a couple episodes back, that a lot of people are very desensitized or to translate for those that's watching or listening in, a lot of, just about everybody, or most people, a great deal of people in society, they don't worry about what's happening around the world unless it directly affects them. Yeah. They they just be like, oh, that that ain't happening to me. Fuck them. That's just the American (laughs) way. That's literally just the American way. Unfortunately true. If it doesn't happen to me, I don't give a fuck. That's literally the American way. Look at Brittany Griner. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm gonna I'm gonna go crazy with this shit. I'm gonna go fucking crazy with this shit. She's still in jail. Hmm? Yeah, she she got sentenced to nine years in prison. Yeah, yeah. so for, they haven't. Okay, so they're having. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, so he, yeah. here's this is this is my honest well, take on this. Because it's well, listen, like I got you guys into Stephen Crowder and stuff, Matt Walsh and everybody. Mm-hmm. But like like on Crowder, his last episode, for you get into that, it was funny. We talked about the narrative. This one woman was saying with Crowder, it's like, yeah, it's funny. Remember remember COVID and stuff. Remember the mask mandates. Mm-hmm. Have to wear a fucking mask on grocery store. Have to be quarantined. Be inside your house. Can't have to wear a fucking mask going to the gym, grocery shop, and have to wear a mask everywhere. But if you want to riot and burn down a city, nobody's wearing a fucking mask. 
It's always funny how that happens, right? Everyone, you have to wear a mask. The whole fucking country's locked down. Everybody's got to fucking wear a mask. But all these billions of dollars of fuck these thousands and tens of thousands of people fucking riding, nobody's wearing a fucking mask. Like, where were all these fucking mask mandates when you guys were fucking burning down cities? Oh, as you was talking about... Hey, the, real uh, quick, Chris, you might want to check ahead. the volume of your mic. You're pretty low. Okay, I'll turn my... Yeah, oh, I, think you're, you're, I, think, I think you're coming through the other one's mics. That's your own. Interesting. Huh. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. I'm just saying it sounds okay. like you're it distant to me. No, it sounds distant. Like okay. you're literally your mouth is up against it. It's almost like I can hear you through their mics versus hey. your own. Hey, Carl. But I turn my noise gate down. Carlton, can, um, can you hear me? Yeah, I yeah. can hear you and Junior perfectly. How's it, how's okay. it sound mine? No, same thing. Nothing happened. Hmm. All right. Um, Say. Well, before you before you get into that, I I, I really have to say this right. because Save. this I, I have seen All right, how's the it sound comments. Now? Nothing. Same. Same. What the fuck? Because, yeah, because you guys can hear me fine, right? Yeah, yeah I can hear you. Perfectly. Okay, maybe maybe it's just with the connection through Zoom. Yeah, that, yeah I mean, I can I can hear you. I just want to make sure you, you know the quality of your video, the podcast is good. Yeah, he's almost you. kissing his mic. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, mean I want to get like this. Like, I, mean, I want to get this close to him. Well, with Chris talks, got some you, lipstick yeah, on. He want yeah, to make out yeah. with it. Yeah, I know. If Chris <laughs> talks, you guys just have to just be quiet so I can hear him. But yeah. No, but what did you hear? What the point I was making for? Because I want one junior make his point. But you hear what I said about yeah, the I hear about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because it was a very good thing, and even now, like now, the CDC said yesterday that now, officially, according to the CDC, the six foot social distancing is no longer a thing. Which you know, okay. Because remember, if I sneeze at you, if you step one foot back, the germs won't hit you now. But yeah, you know, so now longer. You sneezed. They went up to like twenty five feet. Yeah, yeah. Six feet yeah something like that, so. like that distance or something. We and we yeah, we all know a fucking a, a ninety nine cent mask at the dollar fucking store is going to stop COVID. But hey, Carlton, are we talking Yo. about are we talking about spatial awareness like wind currents and all that? Because without that, I was I could see it five to six feet. Wind currents depend depending on how it's blowing on the forecast. Yeah. It might potentially, I'm like say, probably, <laughs> potentially carry 25 well, right now junior is sitting definitely more six feet from me and we're inside of room if i sneeze my germs are gonna fuck eventually hit the air and, and travel over to him it's just yeah <laughs> it's bullshit. Yeah. yeah but we're also in a hot ass room with no uh coolness, <laughs> so it might oh. die off like so right one of us hypothetically had covid not to cut you off carlton my bad but thousand yeah, don't finish like yeah, if don't finish he was work. a sneeze the bro was a sneeze from where he is to my cousin I think you will probably die off way before we even get to the bottle. <laughs> Not to him, just to the bottle. <laughs> I got COVID. I chew. I'm going to get you. Mm. Oh, see, but uh, well, I think with the, the sneeze, Lewis, it's like uh, typically a sneeze closely resembles a turbine jet and can mm-hmm. travel up to 25 feet in nearly 22 seconds. So yeah. the, the germs pre- do travel. Yeah, the, the president widely accepted safe distance of six feet is a highly underestimated, especially under the act of a sneeze. Oh, like a turbulent open. jet, the sneeze, the shape of the expelled particles is uh, <laughs> like a cone, and the spreaded angle is twenty three degrees. Oh. So it's like basically you take one of those like cones that they put around the animals' heads, and the sneeze right. spreads out twenty five feet in the direction over 22 seconds so yeah. like, i mean if someone sneezed in six feet you got like you know 15 seconds to get the hell out of here you definitely uh put me on to something let me ask you this uh have you uh ever studied like uh anything in the um academic education of pathogens or anything like that 
No, I haven't said that. I just did a basic biology and stuff. So, I mean, I'm aware of just the basic, you know, gastrointestine and of the body and proteins and right. fats and all that, but not like pathogens. I know somebody who takes I'm, too much protein and fats. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna leave that alone. I, I think I know what he's talking about. He is a so walking protein covered in fat. <laughs> yeah. You talking, right. talking about my uncle, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. It's fat so, so Junior, what, so who's this girl? Who's this girl you're talking about? So Brittany Griner, she now because oh she, she, she's the one that's been arrested, correct? Because right. I've seen Joe Rogan talking about that, and it's on his podcast and his, his Instagram. But. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna say this in the nicest way possible, which is not gonna be the nicest way possible. Say it. Now, here's the thing: we are we Americans. Do. Nobody likes us outside of America. Shit, we don't even like each other. Hmm. Okay, when we go to other countries around the world, okay, we have to hold ourselves to a higher standard. Yeah. If we put ourselves above everybody else, when we're damn sure not, then we need to hold ourselves to a higher standard when we go to other countries. Yeah. Okay. So when you go into another country, all right. You know goddamn well that they're gonna have stricter laws than us. Yeah. You know goddamn well <laughs> no, yeah. that they're, you know goddamn well that you they're are looking for shit. Americans. And you can't sit there <laughs> yeah. and say they're looking for black people either because there was another guy that was arrested that was over there for the same reason. He had same drugs on him, yeah. and he was arrested for almost twice as long yeah. as Brittany Griner. That's what I said. Junior, it's always funny. I've heard I've heard this in different movies and stuff, but it's funny. It's like because Americans, especially black guys over here, oh god, we're black, we're black, we're black, and we're African and stuff. You do realize the fact that, like, because say you and Lewis, right? Yeah. If you went to fuck yeah, England, Britain, France, whatever, they don't see you as being fuck African. Your guys are American. You guys so, are American so because you have the accent. Like, like you guys don't talk like you're fuck from Africa. You don't talk like you're from Kuwait or Jamaica. You guys have an American accent, yeah. and black people have America have this big thing like oh, the rest of the fucking country embraces Let me show us. You the way. Well, well, they act like fuck like America's this big fucking racist nation and stuff, and, and, and everywhere else across the entire fucking globe, all they see us as fucking is uh, as Africans. No, motherfucker, no, you, you're American. In fact, American. Right, and, and, in fact, yeah. If any fucking modern black guy who was born in America the past fifty years, if you travel, if you traveled your happy ass over over to Africa, you're not one of them, motherfucker. Just because and they don't like you, exactly. Just because you're <laughs> you're the same skin tone doesn't mean dick. And you know what's crazy? As you said that, this doesn't abide to all. African people from Africa, but it was told to me, and I even heard it in certain resources. Can't say if it's factual or not. That that some African people don't like American black people. No, they don't. I, no, they said, don't. I was I was in fucking prison. There was this kid named fucking Tr- they called him Trini, but he's from Trinidad. Mm-hmm. And he honestly said, "Chris, I don't want to go back to my country. Why? Is I've been in America for the past ten years." I'm not one of them anymore. I'm American. Simple as that. But that's what I'm saying. They had like this whole like these guys are fucking like I was born and raised in Brooklyn or something. If I went to Africa, motherfucker, you're American from Brooklyn. You're not African. You're not one of us. Simple as that. Just that's because, like a you know, uh, Black Panther when Warmonger went back to Wakanda. Honestly, yeah, Carlton, yeah, 100%. Like he's not one of us. Yeah, it's yeah. like, and that was the point of fuck of Killmonger. It's like, it's like T'Challa was telling me, it's like, just because, well, I'm from here. No, you're not from here. It's like, first off, you don't talk like us. You don't know our fucking customs. You don't know our religion. You don't fucking know our ways. Just because your father was from here, you were born and raised in fucking America. You are not one of us. Yep. And so. So when you go into a different country, you hold yourself to a higher standard because just because of the attitude of, of being American in itself, mm. right? We are not omnipotent. We are not in a position where we can just go to any fucking country in this world and just do whatever we want. Okay, look at that guy uh, Otto. Uh, think I forgot his last name, but I know his name was Otto. He was Otto in North Arcadius. Korea. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's he was he was in North Korea as a tourist, okay. right? Jesus. And he sat there. He stole and he stole a sign.
Okay. From the hotel in North Korea. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you. you it's like he was like this. They. What kills me more than anything was that they made up so many fucking excuses yeah. as to why he did what he did. Like they were literally sitting there, just like, well, you know, there could potentially be some mental illnesses there. No, 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 motherfucker. There was no mental illnesses of you being on camera putting a fucking sign that definitely did not belong to you mm-hmm. in your fucking book bag. Okay, no, there's no mental illness that's there. Take accountability for what the fuck you did, right? So you're fucking, and you're in North Korea. North Koreans don't fucking like Americans even worse than Russians. So when you fucking sit there and you take a fucking sign from a hotel and put it in your bag, what the fuck you think they're going to do to you? Yeah. They don't follow the same laws and procedures. They don't treat their jails the same way that they treat our we treat our jails here. Oh. We're it's fucking paradise in I America can. compared to other countries around the world. And that's another thing I've said for like talking about this the past ten years and even on my YouTube channel now is look, I realize the fact talking to people who've been to other countries, the prison I was in, and I've said this repeatedly, like I was thank God I went to my prison because compared to what I've seen like being locked up and stuff in different fucking movies. My prison was fucking Disneyland compared to the shit I've seen in other fucking countries. Exactly. <laughs> like, come on. Exactly. Well, as you say it about North Korea, Junior, my brother, he teaches, he's a teacher over there. He goes between China, mm-hmm. South Korea, Thailand. He's like, the closest he'd been in North Korea was the DMZ because you can go there to visit. He's like, everywhere he talks is like, as an American, you do not want to go. He would never go to North Korea. It's like, they look for ways to you know get americans in trouble he's like i would never go into north korea and he like he's been over there for the past 10 years just all over like you know china and thailand and all that i'm like damn exactly so it's just that when you when you're in america right you you do whatever the fuck you want you know what i'm saying like it's fine but when you go to other countries around the world you better act right you better act like this you better you know what i'm saying you better you Uh, better Exactly. It's like it's interesting too because they're like, "Oh, you should in America, so you shouldn't stereotype people." But the rest of the world stereotypes Americans. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, the rest of the world hates Americans. Like, I'm gonna be honest with you. There's very few people. I mean, unless they genuinely talk to us, unless they talk to us on a regular basis, they hate yeah, us. Yeah, they get. Yeah, unless until they get to know you, you're we're all the same. You are all but the same. Dirty Americans. It don't matter the color of your skin. <laughs> it don't matter what ethnic group you're from. You Ooh. are the same. You are a piece of shit American, and we don't fucking like you. That That is how the other countries around the world present us, right? Yeah, and I, I still can't believe, too, that with that that Britney chick or whatever from... It's Britney, right? Britney, Britney Griner? Griner? Yeah, Britney Griner. It's like they wanted to trade a dude, a mass murderer, and a, to, to free her. Yeah. I was like, and then people were like, well, what are you going to do with all the people who got arrested for weed here in the United States then? Are exactly. you going to let them go? <laughs> exactly. And, and you know you know what's crazy? This is what kills me the most I like, got of anything, right? So it's just yeah, the fact you- that, okay, she got sentenced to nine years, right, for a weed pen. And the other guy had a little bit of weight on him, got, scheduled, got sentenced 14 years, Jesus. right? 14 years for like a gram. He got 14 years for a gram of weed. In Russia, yeah. and then Brittany Griner wow. with a weed pen got nine years, Yo, which is a, equivalent to like a quarter of a gram. There's also a military, uh, a marine that was arrested in Russia that the Russians accused him of being a spy. He's been there for a while too, even though he was just visiting. They yeah. found out he was military's marine, and so they arrested him and accused him as being a spy. I mean, could he have been? Who knows? Yeah. You know, yeah. but 
just going off the fact that he was just going on vacation and it's like, oh, he's a Marine. He must be a spy. So <laughs> they called him, yo, my fucking, my, my, my pot charge, they would have fucking hung me. <laughs> they would have yeah. fucking, I would have had the fucking firing squad at me. <laughs> like, he was in the Coast Guard. He's a spy. Like, oh shit. I'm yeah, not but the thing. Yeah, see, but the thing is that kills me is just the fact that it's just like, okay, you legitimately broke a law. You brought that weed pen in. Exactly. Come on, it's fucking America. Come on. You think they're going to plant a fucking weed pen? You really think that they're going to go out of their fucking way to put a weed pen in your fucking luggage? That's a Bitch, American thing. It's, 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 yeah. it's, it's fucking legal here. Yeah. So what do you mean that they're going to fucking plant something that's legal here over there? It's like, I made a genuine mistake and I didn't mean to break the law. Mm. No, there was like, oh, she, she, yo, one of the posts on Facebook said that she admitted to the crime under duress. Mm. No, bitch, you brought this shit here. You got caught trying to leave with it. That's why you're in a situation that you're in. And you wanted to sit there and say that when you go to another country especially a country that's in high tension with us and you've been going over there for a while now you know goddamn well this shit you're not supposed to bring with you don't even sit there and make it seem like i'm like and i'm sorry and i you know i'm gonna offend a lot of people when i say this but britney griner is not really somebody that you can sit there is like in fucking upward society okay you're a WNBA player Okay, WNBA has been on the lowest of views over the past five years. So it's like at the end of the Bill Burr special. So it's like at the end of the day, it's like do you? It's like how do you hold such importance in something like this when you're not the only person that has been through this? Yeah. And the thing is that kills me is just that you got people that's on Facebook like, oh, if you're saying that she deserves it, then oh, she you're does. a piece of shit. I'm like, she does. Yeah, well, she does. A- well, no, the thing is, it's like here she's sort of a celebrity, so she would have got pulled over for anything. Yeah. Even if for like alcoholic, they would have let her go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she has some weight behind her. Oh, yeah. she's a prominent figure in the WNBA. Plus you know, she, color. she she gives young girls strength and she's a ideal role model. But then she takes that, you know, big yeah. head, that eagle and goes to other countries and does this some stupid shit. I'm like, you did. After you know, disrespecting maybe, the flag. Maybe. Yeah, I was yeah, about to say. Yeah, she's been on the news for Maybe. doing a lot of stupid shit for the past. Few exactly, this is karma. Domestic violence this cases. Is karma. Yeah. yeah, I seen this shit on Twitter. Like, like, Maybe the nine years might be too excessive. Yeah, but she needs to pay for your, every action has consequences. Mm-hmm. She yeah, broke absolutely. their laws, you know. Maybe you know. I said nine years might be too, but she has to pay for her actions. You know? yeah. Fourteen for a gram is excessive. <laughs> Yeah, but I've seen people, yeah. people on Twitter yeah, saying, yeah, well, people on Twitter saying, like, yeah, remember all those times you were fucking protesting the flag and kneeling during national anthem? Bet you'd be fucking standing for an anthem now. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Yeah. That she was pleading. She was pleading with the United States to get her out of there, right? Yeah. And it was just the fact that it's like, all right. Well, well, well. So you disrespected the United States. <laughs> yeah. You said the United States is a piece of shit, but now you mm-hmm. want the United States to get oh, you out yeah. of your troubles. And it's mm-hmm. like, hmm. Mm-hmm. But to, to go a little bit past that, now, I'm... Keep going. That's right. I just don't understand why people would sit there. It's just like there's zero accountability in a sense, right? Well, it's yeah. just like it's just like the, the the thing that kills me the most is like I understand that she broke a law, but this shouldn't have happened to her. If you said something like that, you have a, a valid argument because yeah. then we can go back and forth about yeah. the relevancy of her charges, her times that's spent there, uh, about the time that she's sentenced to spend there and stuff like that. Who knows if she's going to have good behavior and get out in seven mm. and a half if they decide to trade a notorious weapons arms dealer that's responsible for killing tens of thousands of people is worth is worth just as much 
as a figure, a figurehead in the WNBA. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? And the thing is, is when you weigh options like that, when you weigh, so a dangerous, notorious person is valued less than a person in the WNBA who just broke a law, right? And the only reason why they're bringing her home is just for imaging. Yep. Yeah. You know, that's the only thing they want to get a win. So they're like, oh, wow, this, this, this government, our president is doing a great job. He, you know, yep. save someone. You know, that's all it is. It's looking yep. for a win. I mean, it's all about it's, image. Take well, the top one. There you go. Yep. Well, it's because of the fact that they've taken so many losses because of all the stupid ass decisions that they've been making yeah. that now it's like now they're like they feel like that they're, they're like grandstanding at this point. And the thing is, is that. <laughs> And when people sit there and they say, they'd be like, well, you know, I bet you she learned a fucking lesson. I bet you she ain't going to do no dumb shit like that again. <laughs> I bet you if you go to another Wrong. fucking, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just like, it, it, my thing is, it's just that, you know, if you, like, let's say if you go to Switzerland, you know, you go to Switzerland and you bring a fucking wee pen to Switzerland. It's not legal in Switzerland. So yeah. you think that you're going to get let go in the same way and they're neutral. Yeah. So it's I just think, the fact, I think know? in this day and age of Americans should stay at a... North Korea, yeah. China, Russia. Just stay away because. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and before we move on to like, like Junior was saying, how does this kind of stuff happen? And this is why you keep seeing this shit. This is the day we live in with the Twitter, Facebook, social media. The problem right. is it shows how many people over here. And I've said this before. I say it again. My job. My job pisses me off. I have bad days like anybody else. But you know what? Every fucking Friday, I get a damn paycheck, and I get a pretty decent fucking paycheck. How many people now on social media? America, 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 America. Yeah, bitch, guess what? Now you're doing fucking nine years for a goddamn weed, weed pen. Bitch, America seems like a pretty good fucking nation now, doesn't it? You know? <laughs> and, and all you motherfuckers bitch about how, like, oh. I'm going to shit up- on you, but when I need help, I'm going to cry yeah. for help for you. And you hear all the fuck time, like, well, the stuff. That's what I said. Like, Stephen Crowder. Stephen Crowder came from fucking Canada. He goes, listen, I, I was born and raised in Canada. The second my, I was old enough, I moved the fuck out of Canada and came to America. He goes, this is the fucking greatest country in the fucking, in the world. In fact, why do you think every other fucking nation, all, all their citizens are trying to come here for and all you fucking people sit on Twitter, on TikTok, and wherever, wherever, say, oh, yeah, I want to move to fucking Canada. I want to move to Mexico. I want to move to fucking France. There's the door, asshole. By all means, go to fuck over there. And when, when you're doing 20 years for a fucking gram of fucking weed, I miss my country so much. Yeah, because your country's so shitty, right? Well, I mean, because here's the thing, though. It's because of the fact that people will look at a con and think that it's like absolute devil form. Like, when you sit there and you, like, there are obviously things that need to change in America. Oh, yeah, definitely. But it's just the fact, but the fact of the matter is, it's just that we enjoy a lot of freedoms that you can't do in other places. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In North Korea, you talk about Kim Jong-un, you're dead. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're, you're well, that's dead. starting to happen yeah. now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Vladimir Putin, <laughs> you're dead. Yeah. If you talk bad, about, ill about him, like, there was like a, there was like an Instagram model that was said that basically, oh, I remember that, happened, that yeah. literally sat there and mm-hmm. denounced Vladimir Putin. And she died like she she was mysteriously killed, yeah. like literally like days after she did that shit. It mean you like the witnesses for Hillary Clinton's emails. Yeah. No, I mean, that, I mean, every, no, every country, I mean, especially American, we, we've got a fa- our fair share of fucking problems. No yeah. doubt. Oh, That's yeah. not a question. But, but like we said, 
overall, though, I mean, the fact that we can do a podcast, the fact that we can hop on YouTube, the fact that people can kneel and fucking and, and disrespect mm-hmm. our flag because other countries, yeah, go ahead and kneel in other countries. In fact, it like, like you know, like there's let two men in in fucking public streets hold hands in other countries. They will fucking these guys will literally stone you to death in the middle of a fucking street. You know, I've seen videos. Big Alice, I mean, what's that videos? A woman has to walk six feet behind her husband, and she trips or something, walks in front of him. They pull a gun out and blow her fucking brains out. In the middle of the fucking street, like these other other nations don't play, especially like Bill Burr jokes about that. Mm-hmm. His last fucking special, I've never seen the more entitled the American white woman compared to like. Do you see? Do you see the shit other other countries? What they do to their fucking women? You fucking bitches have no fraction of a clue how good you got it over here. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, shit. that's probably why they feel arrogantly mm-hmm. entitled. The ones that move, like, they have like, the opportunity you, to do so. Like, land of opportunity. You right? said two things: entitlement and also fucking it's accountability. Because other mm-hmm. other fucking nations, you are held accountable. Everybody here is a fucking victim. Yep. You know? Yeah. Right, other right. countries they ain't hearing that bullshit. Like, no, you had a weed pen, bitch. You're going to fucking jail. You knew the laws. Oh, I'm a victim. No, no, you knew the laws before you came here. Oh, mm-hmm. guess what? Now you're sitting in a fucking prison cell. Yep. And the thing is that, and and one of the thing is 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 that, um, and this is a topic for another time, though. But I'm just going to briefly dabble into it a little bit. It's when it comes down to like the women in our society, right? It's like women, like especially when it comes to the law. Yeah. <laughs> women are far superior in, 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 they have far superior power in the in eyes of the law than they mm-hmm. even realize to this day. Like family court. Yeah. So, uh, oh, you know what? Uh, that, that brings up an article that uh, I just listened today. Uh, I'll let you finish your thought, Chris. But I gotta, I gotta touch on this about sure. family court. Oh my god, yeah. it's hilarious. Well, I just want to move on because this, those again before like, I'll let Junior Lewis finish because we have, we got a ton of news articles and this is we're coming up on a good hour. But at the end of the day, this whole thing came down to like Junior would say, and I listen to guys on YouTube like Jeremy from Geeks and Gamers. My YouTube channel is slowly picking up, and I realized the fact that the bigger I get, the more fans I get, the more I'm going to piss people off. Now social You're media, out good content, bro. I, I appreciate I've been it. Keeping up, I've, on and it, I've been man. getting honestly a lot but of a lot of good feedback, which means knowledgeable, yeah, well, well punctuated, well, yeah. you know, timing the material, the editing, yeah, and the comedy <laughs> gold, yeah. yeah, and especially not, that Jurassic Park intro, that yeah. shit. I watched that <laughs> I to this seen day, that one like, yet. yeah. Like, yo, I gotta go play that back. I'm, that, that, I'm getting better. That was comedy gold, man. And um, it was very informative yeah. to those who maybe of the new generation yeah. and haven't watched the original Jurassic Park or yeah. the Predators and stuff like that. Yeah. Comedy gold, man. But uh, <laughs> but the point was, like, like I, I, I knew this going forward, and even with the podcast, but YouTube is going to help us with the podcast. That mm. The bigger you get, whether it's Joe Rogan, Dave Chappelle, the bigger you get, the more controversy surrounds you. Every time Ricky Gervais, Bill Burr, Joe, Joe Rogan, Dave Chappelle, the second, I've even said this, the second the fucking Netflix hits the, the play button within, mm-hmm. like, minutes, like, oh, God, fucking Dave Chappelle's a fucking transformer. Ricky Gervais, blah, blah, blah. So... You know, on social media, Junior and Lewis knows this. I know Carlton, you took down your Facebook, and a lot of people, more and more people, are taking down the social media. I sit out there, look, look, my social media, my Facebook, my Facebook, my Twitter, my YouTube comment section. Every time I fucking press the send button, I have double and triple checked every single thing I've said because God forbid some asshole goes to my fucking job and gets me fired for a tweet or a fucking Facebook post. I do the same thing, bro. So this, yeah. so two two different individuals, which is why I didn't want to tag you and Junior for it, but. People are so fucking pathetic where 
Every single fucking thing I've said is out there. Anybody can read anything I fucking said. I'm not going to hide behind privacy or like, you know, only people can see this. Certain people or like delete their comments. No, I put the comments out there. And yeah. the, the, these women had to sit there now. Carlton, obviously you weren't there far from Willie. His mother passed away, you know, mm. but his mother passed away. And I'm like, there's like two white people there and fucking like 50 fucking black people. All people that I consider close family of mine. I've known these people for 30 fucking years. And of course on Facebook, I put pictures of me. Willie, Clarendon, fucking like, you know, Kay Sean and stuff, you know, big Junior's dad. And just a big fucking like celebration in the sense that his mother passed away, but hey, this, these are all my fucking friends. So some fucking random asshole finds my fucking post from a fu- for this is like months and months because she passed away back in May. Now we're now we're in August, you know, and you, you you took a fucking post on my public fucking forum from months ago and say, oh, like, oh, well, this one woman put down, I'm going to fucking write all Chris's friends, all his black friends, Junior, Lewis, whoever, my friend Renee, anybody, and tell them how fucking racist he is. And like, oh, well, he's, he's at a fucking a funeral with all his black friends and they don't understand how racist he is. And first off, you entitled fucking cunt, I've known these people for 30 fucking plus years. If I didn't like black people, I wouldn't be at a fucking funeral posting pictures of my fucking friends. And like, I could take it down, I could block them, like I told fucking Lewis and told Junior, anybody who fucking knows me, I'm not going to take this down because now all you're showing other people is how fucking stupid you are. Like, you know what? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because I made a rapper child support joke. Now Junior's going to fucking disown me. Lewis is going to fucking block me. Big Al will never talk to me again. And all my fucking black friends or family are now going to disown me because I made a rapper child support joke. And you're right. The past 35 years I've known fucking Junior, I really hate his fucking guts. You should have made, <laughs> made, made a rapper tax evasion joke because they're always... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and that's the fucking premise pissed me off. Is like, and I, I, Glad I, I wasn't drinking. And, and, you said. and Junior, of course. <laughs> but Junior said Junior does get like he does want to feel the fire a little bit. And I said, you know what? I turned like the notifications off. But I've always said I told you this, Carlton, Elliot, and we all know this on the podcast. And nowadays, if I'm on Twitter or YouTube comment section or fucking Facebook, if I don't piss at least one person off every single day. I'm doing it wrong. Because like Junior said, exactly. I, I don't get any fucking words. I don't swear. And like I said, I have mastered a long time ago. I can truly say the words fuck you and not type out the words fuck you. Nothing I fucking typed was offensive, was fucking racial. So if this stupid fucking bitch out there wants to tag my fucking company, my company can't fucking fire me for anything I've said fucking racially diversive or something or bad. I just made a fucking simple joke and, and and everything out there everything i've ever fucking said on any of these fucking platforms is public go ahead and read it so all you've done lady is show the whole world how fucking stupid you are you want to call me fucking racist because i made a fucking rapper joke go fuck yourself so that is, does that make you racist or working at your job <laughs> you know it's how how the crickets chirping carlton yeah. <laughs> um but chris the, back to what i was saying about social etiquette and social cues um. You are in tune to like public relations, social relations, yeah, cultural relations, academical relations. Just about all of us that's on this podcast right now, yeah, sexual relations. In- that- <laughs> wow. it's been, a, been a long time. I, I I think I was subconsciously trying to avoid that, but you well, you, you put it in for me. You said me a lot of relations. Right, so, right, know. right, right. I mean, I felt better at the bar the other night. My my, my sister's gay friend was feeling my chest. Damn, Chris, you got, you got a fine ass chest. I'm like, I got a fine ass too. Like you know, <laughs> I know. Like, dude, like, dude, you be hitting you be hitting the fucking gym. I was like, I know I have. Right? I Wade Wilson. We we get it. Yo, I, I didn't appreciate. <laughs> I did karaoke. I sang Elton John, and uh-huh. and ten ten people said to my sister, you know, is your brother gay? I'm like, oh Christ, like. Get me drunk enough, maybe I am. Like, <laughs> I honestly <You're> like- think <laughs> maybe I think honestly, if you ask me, I think is that because you are 
I was saying to the cuz that, you know, when we talk about relationships, so like that, not to get, yeah. not to take off the topic about, you know, cultural and political issues. Yeah. I think is that like out of all the bros that's on this episode tonight, I vote. I've said to the cuzzo fury as well that you always been a <laughs> you've always been like. It's way say furious because I'm always angry. I'm always angry. I thought that was the title to the Fast and Furious movie. Well, I mean, no. What it is is that I have a couple of videos that's on my uh, Angry Rants YouTube channel where furious it's called Will. Furious Will Presents because I yell at the camera so loud because I get so pissed off yeah because especially because especially about astrology <laughs> right ast- astrology really angers me like it's just that is the one of the that that's the topic that angers me the most about anything in this society to this day and age yeah so that's why he said furious will for because i literally right. stood in front of the camera for 15 minutes and literally screamed at my yeah. camera <laughs> yeah. i already told him yeah. yo i can't I, I will be terrified if he had yeah. the red lantern ring if that was real yeah. but anyways yeah. um <laughs> yeah. well i was saying like all of us you know like when we talk about what we talk about and we share you know our insightful assessments and intellectual views like everyone here we wouldn't mind having you know that special somebody you already you already got that carlton you you got oh yeah, yeah that's I do. where chris i've always said to the bro you know will aka furious will that he <laughs> <laughs> that he's like the hope that the bro chris is like the hopeless romantic of the bunch yeah we all got a heart of gold but where we might step back feet first to see if that woman is worth it or not yeah. He might give her a shot before we do type yeah. of deal because that's where mostly hope is romantics do. I like, you know? yeah, I like to yeah. go, I like to go balls deep. Well, yeah, uh, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, the intentions right are pure and genuine. It's just he might be like, okay, you know, I'm feeling her or whatever. I'm gonna have to correct you there because I definitely don't have a heart of gold. <laughs> my heart is definitely coal. Well, I it d- shows a lot to my, my my son fucking like really he oh, loves junior, junior. he loves Junior so much which is bad <laughs> yeah because I am constantly angry at my my existence Plus but see it's I'm because you're sur- not a stripper because he has a lot of daddy issues <laughs> <laughs> you'd think right I think what it is cousin is Dude, that he's up there in a thong gyrating. it may be <laughs> shit uh-huh. Cold, but it doesn't mean that you don't got oh. good or goodness Sorry there. About that. It's to those who's worth it. Okay, okay there's a couple of sparks of diamond that's there on that coal, but let's be if honest. If they're worth it, it's fucking worth it. It's dirt. They're worth it. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if someone proved they worth where you are, I, I know I ain't got to worry about no bullshit yeah. or fakeness with you, I... I could yeah. bring you in my circle, but if I see the slightest or slither of bullshit... Yeah. You're not just gonna mm. call them out, but like you said, you're gonna clip them. I'm gonna eviscerate them. Yeah, yes. it's just like <laughs> it's like what what, what with Chris though. Chris is 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 not a, a hopeless romantic, right? He's not. I don't consider him that. Okay, I don't consider him that. I consider him. No, 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 no. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you exactly what I consider him. He is a clueless romantic. That's him. Okay, he's not a hopeless one because everybody can be hopeful. Okay, true. When you're a hopeless romantic, that means you love something that you hate. All right. Now that okay. that that's the idea of a hopeless romantic, okay? Because you hate the idea of being played. You hate the idea of being those type. You hate the idea of being on the receiving end of bullshit, yeah. but you love it at the same time. 
Hmm. That to me is a hopeless romantic. Uh, and that's yeah. in a relationship sense. You're not wrong. Okay. But if you are no, in not. in Chris's case, he's a clueless romantic. This motherfucker he's not wrong. will never listen to you. Never. Nope. You could have nope. the best advice in the world. <laughs> you could say things that make so much sense that shit, even a remedial fuck would actually yeah. change. And this guy <laughs> won't change. Now, you can literally sit there because if you smack a fucking retard with a fucking book enough times, he's not going to want to stand next to you. Okay? Because he knows you're going to smack the shit out of him with that fucking book. All right? But Chris, he won't listen. He won't fucking move. No matter how many times he gets smacked with that fucking book. He's not going to move. So he is a clueless romantic. <laughs> okay. Now. That analogy was I, crazy. I get it. I get it. That analogy was crazy. No. But it's if, true. If you. All right. Everybody here. Now, Carlton, I know we only mm-hmm. met each other a few times. So yeah. we still get building with each other. But these two probably got an idea of how I roll. You gotcha. know. Yeah, you're on I, black people time. <laughs> you know if. Lewis looks to like he looks to, to elaborate. Yeah, he, you know. <laughs> I don't call um, to get here. <laughs> you know, I'm always down to learn something new. If it's a perspective that I didn't see, I'm gonna take it in. You said yeah. you was definitely on point because I I remember when you know things was going on at previous events. Not to go into too much detail, but I remember when you know, like if I get off of work or he get us off of work, we would talk or whatever. Mm-hmm. And things like that. And as you know, we're conglomerating and lifting each other up. The dictionary. Yeah, it just came that too. But <laughs> fast forwarding, like I'm giving him advice. Then all of a sudden, where it validates what you just said, I'm giving him all this advice to how to go about things. He comes back and tells me, yo. I did bro. the exact opposite yeah, of what, like, I to- what you like, told bro. me to do. He'd be like, yo, bro, I fucked up. I'm like, what the fuck are you? No, 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 no. This, this is Chris, right? This is Chris. I'll be like, Chris, don't text her. Don't say anything to her. All right? What you need to do is you need to move. You got Listen, what you need to do is let her come to you. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. He will text me two days later like, yeah, so I sent her like a paragraph, like yeah. three poems, and I took her out to eat, and... <laughs> And I'm like, talk to her parents. (laughs) Like, so a no contact rule became contact everybody in the Tom, Dick, and Harry. Yeah, he did all these sweet romantic things after he said she showed me like uh, 20 different red flags. Like, I brought her to Applebee's. I got her to two for 20. And you still treat her out as she did you dirty? The shit that always gets me is when. Chris and whatever girl he's dating is on the rocks. He's like talks to their parents and starts like, "Hey, you know, yeah. I'm a good guy, right?" Every chick's parent, mother loves me. <laughs> well, that's because what? Well, listen, Chris, that's because of the fact that yeah, because of the fact that yeah. what you listen, Chris, you are one of those type of people <laughs> that you cannot move without support. When it comes yeah. down to a relationship. Yeah. You can't make a solid decision without seven people telling you the same thing. Well, I make I make decisions. There's always the wrong ones. Yeah, but but <laughs> that's, that's what I remember. That's that why you're yo Lou. I love you, man. But yo, I fucked up, and I was like, and I was actually doing a double that day. And he texted me and said, "Yo, I sent some such and such this text or whatever." Now I'm regretting. And I'm like, yeah. That's why I said he's a clueless romantic, and I'm like. And that's what I said. I'm following up. And I'm like, yo, bro, why the fuck you do that? 
He's like, fucking hard headed. Like, He's hard headed as fuck. I'm simple to please the boobies, you know. Send me another, 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 another she topless picture. But I do agree with the show bro. Me the boobies. I do, <laughs> I do agree with Chris. It's like that sometimes I too <sighs> I do tend to get under like that black Doctor Phil hood Doctor oh. Phil type feel where I might yeah. use too big or complex a word. Lewis, it's, now it's, depending on the person, yeah. if they ask me. Hey, what do you mean by that? I don't know what those words means. I will break it down to them where it's like, all right, this is what I meant. It's a it's an inside joke. Do you miss that? Because Junior was here, like in Carlton, you weren't there. But when we had me, Junior, Elliot, down, my sister Jennifer, to, uh-huh. this, to this day. Yo, I will never forget that Cause, shit. Cause like, Jun- fucking Elliot, uh, Elliot turned into a fucking zombie. He was like, first off, Junior's known my sister Jennifer for like fucking 25 years. Uh-huh. Jen is more of a guy than I am. And uh-huh. Jen, Jen just has no fucks given. So Jen's sitting there fucking wearing a low cut shirt. And she has no problem grabbing her, her chest. And Jen will adjust her tits in front of you. She just doesn't fucking care. And Elliot was, uh, Jen, I'm right here. Elliot's where Junior's sitting and Elliot, Elliot was fucking drunk. Dude, look. God damn. <laughs> his, his bottom lip hung real fucking low. Like, his oh, bottom God. lip... Now, was it the whole bottom lip, cousin? Or like, was it the Sylvester... <laughs> no, was it the Sylvester Stallone? No, no, it was the... It was the it, yo, no, 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 no. You know that oval shape? You know that oval shape that your mouth get when, yes. you, get, when you start, like... When you hungry, yeah. when you hungry, you see something delicious. You get that oval mouth. Right. That's what that's what Elliot had. He had the oval mouth. You're like, but no, he no, he turned into a complete zombie. He was like this. He was like, daddy's like his eyes, like his eyes was like fucking fluctuating and shit. And I was looking at him like, oh, I, I, I look right at him. I'm like, yo, he really act like he's never seen a pair of titties oh, in his life. Oh, oh, hold on, remember when um oh, when Christ. we all. Uh, went to the Chinese buffet not that long ago. Yeah, oh, Christ. when we all had that day off and shit. Yeah, and your and your the same sister. Your sister pulled up. Yeah, and was saying hi to everybody. I almost had a little tendency at that moment too. She was like, "Hey, it was good seeing you again, Lou." Yeah, I almost had that episode too, but y'all didn't see what happened because y'all was already going to get some more food. Yeah, I had to <laughs> slap myself. I did a three people bap 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 yeah. like. You was about to turn into Elliot, word. Yeah. <laughs> because you was about to you about to have the oval mouth, huh? Right. Like she was like, Hey, it was good seeing you again, Lou, you know, to you. I was like, uh, bah, 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 bah. Oh damn. Uh, I gotta check myself. Oh my god. There's too yeah. much cities. Elliot <laughs> Elliot was fucking drunk his, his <laughs> mouth was open. His <laughs> mouth was open. He had fucking drool coming out like damn Elliot. <laughs> Because Jen said Jen doesn't, doesn't give a fuck. Jen's, yeah, like every she time, doesn't. I was actually laughing because when I looked at Elliot doing that, yeah, and I, I I was silent at first. Like I literally just looked at him, and he was just like, and he literally sat there and he was just like, he was like this. He was like, like like this surprised look on his face. Like he has, yeah, like a combination of a surprised, but yet yeah, let me get him look. Like yeah. it was like a emoji, didn't he? It was oh, like a surprise. <laughs> there is a, a scientific reason behind this. Uh, the larger the breasts, the stronger the gravitational pull, <laughs> and they just eyes just gravitate to like small yeah. wounds around those globes. You know? <laughs> Jen's got a huge. Chest I think you, you definitely on to something. Nah, bro. that bottom lip was getting it's, gravitated because that shit was. I was, almost, I was almost about to do the bottom lip 
gesture, but the like oval I said, mouth. y'all was already, I think you was getting more food, bro. Chris was getting more food, Christian was getting more food, and yeah. that's like I said, I had a boom, boom, boom. Like, it's always funny with too, like how men and women, because my sister Jamie, we go to karaoke, Jamie walks up to Jen's, her sister Jamie just fucking grabs Jen's fucking chest and jiggles him and shit. I'm looking over, <laughs> like, if I if I do it, I'm a fucking pervert, obviously. <laughs> Oh, if you do it to your sister, that's creepy. That's what I'm saying. But Jamie, can do it. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I'm sitting there. I'm having a fucking drink. Jen walks up to me. Jen just fucking plops her fucking fat ass against me and stuff and her chest. I'm like, get your fucking saggy tits off me. Like, just, she's just like, and Jen has just gross. Yeah, it is. Jen, it's just out there. So like I said she's been around me, and especially Junior enough where she's like Junior's like a little brother to Jen, so she has no fucks given. But Elliot's the first time meeting Jen, so he wasn't used to Jen's like tomboyish nature. And Jen just fucking grabs her fucking chest and she's like fixing. I think there was a major effect. <laughs> yeah, the effect that it had on Mark. Jesus Christ, Mark. Like, Mark was like, "I'll give you anything. I'll, <laughs> send, <laughs> I'll give you the world, even though I have this bedroom." Here's a picture of my my, my little penis. My freckle pickle. <laughs> I can give bro. you the world, baby. Here's my freckle pickle. God damn. I have nothing but this freckle pickle in a 12 by 20 room. <laughs> Damn. Only fan. <laughs> Can I subscribe? <laughs> Mark's like, that's it. I'll subscribe to that. Because, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we joked about it in the podcast, but it's true. It's like, I heard my friend fucking Mark Lewis. You've never met him, thank God. But Mark has a three-bedroom apartment uh-huh. to himself. He, he has a three-bedroom. He lives by himself. All right. He has a three-bedroom. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking weird. It's fucking weird. <laughs> it like the look he has your no face. roommates. No, yeah, you listen, saw the look on my face. I'm like, no, he lives by himself and has a three bedroom. He has two empty fucking rooms in one room, and he doesn't leave. So he's got two empty. <laughs> I mean, where I live at is is a two bedroom. I live by myself, but that other room is yeah. pretty much like where those that know, you know, I teach, train. Uh-huh. That's the other room where you know sparring well, and. He doesn't do that though. He doesn't spar. He doesn't move. He has one room that he goes into where he jerks off, plays the game, watches some girls on Twitch, hates himself, and then go back to sleep. Well, we said before. So, which room is the jerk off in the Twitch room? The one all the way in the the back, away from the farthest away from society. (laughs) God damn! Really? He took the room furthest away from the front door. Yep. <laughs> Holy shit. Why did that sound like the danger room? Like, uh, like, like. Remember that famous line from Lion King? Uh, not really. Where he was like, "Anything that like touches in her kingdom, that's well, beyond our back there. You must never know. Go there, Simba. <laughs> <laughs> that's the danger room. The sun doesn't touch that. You're yeah. like, no, the no, danger room is what's closed off. The yeah, the sun way. doesn't touch that. You're like, wait, wait, never what, go what, there, you what are you saying, Carl? I thought a king could do what he wants. I said the sun doesn't go past the doorway, so it's all pitch black in there. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Got painted, I mean, he painted his windows we, black. We have, no have, cups, just so. bowls full of kidney beans. <laughs> it's a, I wanted to get Mark in the podcast. <laughs> I wanted to get Mark in the podcast. That ain't happening. That's not happening because his back won't allow him to come down the stairs. <laughs> his back will fucking give out after climbing a couple of stairs. With God damn. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Before we chase subjects, I have to bring this up, Chris. So about the oh, yeah. family court thing. This oh, shit is hilarious. So Yeah, but it is. This guy, he goes to family court because the, the, the kid's mother wants to increase in child support. Been there. But, uh... The judge is like, well, 
your son's been living with the father for the past three years, but he's been paying child support to the wife, and she wants to increase. Okay. And so the judge's like, why do you want to increase? It's like, well, so I can buy my son more stuff. It's like, but the father is supporting him, right? And his buying stuff. She's like, yeah. It's like, so you need more money? Yeah, also to help out my business. So you have a business. Yes. How much do you bring? What's your gross a year? She's like four hundred thousand, and like as a husband, what are you making? Forty thousand a year, and it's like, and the judge is like, you want the husband to pay you more child support for a kid that lives with him for the past three years that he fully supports, <laughs> and we're like, that's something the shit will happen to Chris that he will still have to pay an increase. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Nah, nah, He's yeah. not wrong. He's yeah. not wrong. Well, it's yeah. just like, and she was, and this woman who was wanted more child support was saying all this with a straight face. Like, she believed she had the right to get more child support yeah. for, you know, it was just the craziest shit. I'm just glad that. So, what happened with that, though? Uh, no, she didn't get the increase. Yeah. But it's a point that she think, still applied for it. Yeah. You know? yeah. No, but yeah. Thank, thank God. I mean, but like, it was like, like, if that was Chris. Oh, yeah. He would have had to pay the increase. Nah. I mean, this <laughs> it's like a, next year Christian moves in with you, yeah. and then Christina asks for more money because now you know. <laughs> yeah. Then God said, "I don't use TikTok too often, but Big Al and all his glory, he keeps sending me more and more TikTok videos." And like, I just there's some kind of like maybe solace the fact that I know the fact that I'm not the only guy that's getting fucked over big time by family court. So there's plenty of dudes that are just as screwed over honestly they're way worse than you yeah it's not like because you went up to you went you you went up a substantial amount but there are people there was a guy who went to court he went to jail for five years because he missed a single payment of child support right then what ended up happening was when he went in to the paternity court to see if he was actually the father came out that she falsified the dna reports and put his name on the birth certificate yeah she didn't get charged with shit wow Fuck. So when women say that, you know, men that this is a man's world, I'd like to I'd like to imagine how that is, considering the fact that you (coughs) considering the fact that you literally can take a man you can take a man's future away altogether simply by accusing him of anything. Like if you literally went up into the court system and said like it could be a woman in, in San Diego, California. Right and said, yeah. Chris here in Albany, New York, that she's never had contact with, raped her. Yeah, he his reputation is tarnished for the rest of his life. Yep, and it's like, and on top of that, and then people would be like, "That's not true." I'm like, yeah. so okay, so Deshaun Watson, perfect example, right? Deshaun Watson had twenty twenty nine total civil lawsuits against him, right? Twenty six out of twenty nine of them were settled, right? Uh-huh. One of them continued to pursue it until text messages and stuff actually came out that she was shooting her shot with him just as much as he was back to her. She wanted to sue the NFL because of how they were conducting the investigation because they didn't label her immediately as a victim in that circumstance and didn't punish Deshaun Watson to that extent. I'm like, granted, he did some, you know, he did some, you know some shit but it's like what yeah. any other guy would do like for example right like look at look look at mark right mark should be in jail right now right <laughs> so it's just like so when you sit there right so do, it, based on what's happening with deshaun watson why isn't you know old man Ryder in jail right, right. so we, exactly so it's just the fact yeah. that with deshaun watson though it was just the fact that he shot his shot with these women 
these women saw a meal ticket because he had a max contract. Yeah. This man signed a max extension of like five years, $280 million. <sighs> so you mean to tell me that this man had almost a $300 million contract and yeah. literally a year after he did that, he had guaranteed money. He was guaranteed $70 million. So he's guaranteed yeah. 70. He has a max contract of two. Now he's even have a bigger contract now. Yeah. He's making more money per year now. He's making $48 million a year for the next four years, yeah. which and he still has his $70 million guaranteed from the Houston Texans. This man shot his shot. He literally he sent dick pics. He sent, you know, hey, you want to fuck? You want to, you want to, you want to, all these things, right? To all these other women, right? right? Shot his shot. Like we would shoot our shot. Right. But you don't see us in cuffs. Yeah. Right? You don't see us with sexual harassment lawsuits, right? Here, it doesn't add up, right? Math, math is not mathing. So I came up, I, I came up with a little clever solution here, right? Yeah. So I went online and I said, I was like, have you, has anybody ever thought that the reason that the, the women do this is because they want money? I'm like, because of the fact that there's no justice to be served when someone shoots their shot. Any other guy on social media or any other platform is shooting their shot generally one of three ways. They're being very sexual with you. They're being very forward with you. And or they're talking in fucking riddles. There's only that's one like of three. Every, that's like every dating site. Every tender. dating site as well. Every dating site as well. Wrong. You're only talking to a female in one of three ways. Okay? That's it. There's no other there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Okay? So he decided to pick the way, oh, he's gonna be bold. And he's gonna sit there and say, Okay, I'm gonna show you a picture of my dick and say, I wanna fuck. Yeah. That's pretty much what he was, right? He was playing there was a video that surfaced with him and Mia Khalifa, who is as you know, just about everybody knows Mia yeah. Khalifa is a porn star. Mia Khalifa is a porn she's star. A, she's a former uh, porn star. She, she's Middle Eastern. But, yeah. You know, yeah. So she's Lebanese, to be Lebanese. exact. I thought she, well. So she literally sat there, and she was at Sean Watson's house in a maid outfit. Okay. Right? And they were playing basketball and stuff like that. And this guy, and the caption was, he's diabolically horny. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck do you think? Any guy in the fucking history of this planet sees a big titty porn yeah. star that's down, the, that's DTF. Literally at that point in time, yeah. sits there. You think I'm a fucking leap on her too? Yeah. What do you mean? Uh, She's yeah. in my house yeah. with a fucking maid outfit exactly. on, and she has like one of the biggest natural pair of titties of any porn star. She has probably like the best set of titties of any porn star I've ever yeah. seen. So it's like, and, and, and you sit there, and you're gonna make it seem like that as a man. You're not gonna try to hit that. Yeah. Like, come on now. Like, the only difference is the fact that, like, somebody like me, I'm not, I don't, I haven't sent a single dick pic in my life. You know what I mean? I've no, never done anything like that. I have no reason to do that. I have. <laughs> well, of course you did. You fucking Rex Goliath. <laughs> he got the fucking. He, he got the Rex fucking. Goliath. He got that fucking. The pedigree. He got the fucking <laughs> Honda Ridgeline fucking dick going on there. <laughs> He got the fucking. <laughs> he breaking all walls down. Like, of course he's gonna send that shit. Called, he's, no, he's no Al Johnson. <laughs> he's he, he's not he, he not he's not out slinging Dick Johnson. But yeah. that's call Carlton the Rex Goliath. For nothing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's Carlton Rex Goliath Pettigrew. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, but it's just the fact that you know, like, I mean. Actually, that's not 100% true because I did send a dick pic on a dating site. But it was oh, on a Jesus dating Christ. site. So I did one time. How, I did how old was he? <laughs> Shut up. What anyway, you, Chris? You did it? Fuck you, no. I'm not that what? Not. 
No, because I yeah, it's I was just talk, I was talking to Junior about that. Like we have like we have a mutual friend. I, I want to talk about that thing Carlton that happened last week where I seen it. I seen oh, it. God. I seen a penis I never oh. thought I'd see. But uh, <laughs> I just said I talked to you about. <laughs> no, it's never. <laughs> Chris never sent a dick pic, but he received a dick pic of his best friend. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, Christ. I, I still haven't eaten breakfast in a fucking week. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's haunting my dreams. I told him to get some Vienna sausages. <laughs> Did you like the freckle pickle? <laughs> like, I've seen fucking many penises in fucking pornography and even in fucking prison. And when I seen, when I seen that, that black dark day last week, Carlton, <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> It's goddamn scarred. It's goddamn Ark of the Covenant. But uh, no, but Carlton. So yeah, as as we get on to this, I gave Junior a stack of uh, old news articles. I got a bunch on my computer. I figure I'll go with one. Junior can go with one. But to wrap this up, at the end of the day, was a good hour and a half fun and stuff. But yeah, social media is a fucking bitch. You got people out there that will fucking stalk your profile and actually like you know they will they will fucking log into your pictures. They have nothing fucking better to do. But at the end of the day, like Junior said, I'm not gonna say I didn't swear insult nobody at this point i was making fun of them i said lady listen i kept laughing the laughing emoji and she's like oh you're racist against black people i said no all everybody on my fucking friends list all my black friends unlike you they know how to take a fucking joke so it's like you know again and everything i've ever fucking posted is fucking public so if you think all my fucking like like, you know i was telling junior this shit like yeah and for the fucking past 30 years, we've known fucking Willie and Clarin on the fucking Nate Takisi. I've, I've been holding fucking, right. I've been holding, I've been hiding swastikas and stuff and fucking KKK memorabilia in my fucking basement. Like, lady, get the fuck out of here, man. If I was supposed to be so quote unquote fucking racist, I'm sure my friends of 35 years would have fucking known us by now. So go fuck yourself. Right. So but, let's. Would you have Because I give you a stack of papers. Oh, man. One. So one of the ones that was posted on here that I... I uh, if just When you pick the news article, just, just, just uh, fucking discard it and we'll just keep moving on. So I got my computer. So one of the ones that was on here was um, there was like a pervert that was taking pictures of a girl on the um, Australian oh, sh- beach. And she caught him doing that and okay. literally sat there and said, you have to be extra aware of your surroundings when you go to a beach alone. Yeah. And I'm like... First of all, with so many deadly creatures in Australia, who the fuck's really going over there? <laughs> like, it's like, you know, you'd have to be pretty fucking brave to just go to a fucking beach, especially by yourself in this fucking, in, in, in that fucking climate. Because Jesus Christ, any one of them fucking creatures can just come up out of nowhere. <laughs> like some of the shit that I've been seeing, I'm like, God oh my damn goodness. it. Yeah. Like yeah, shit. Crazy. But I mean, it was like, so basically what it was, was just like, you know, that a man had pulled out his phone and started snapping her for like five to 10 minutes as he pretended to take pictures of the water. Yeah. She decided to give an unwelcome spectator a taste of his own medicine, pulled out her phone. And let's see what it says here. It says pulled out her phone. It says my intention of posting this in, uh, incident was solely to remind other women to not take their safety for granted and stuff like that. It says basically what it was was just that she was based um showing that the creepy spectator was just a few feet away from her taking pictures of her okay. and shit and but my thing is is that people like that are everywhere yeah right? you're, you're, you're gonna have perverts and shit like that everywhere like it's just it's everywhere in the world i'm like it's great that you're w- raising awareness yeah you know what i mean it's great but let's not act like for a second like this deserved to be on the new york post like come on like yeah, there's so much other shit like that's there but it's just like we have to raise we, there is a rising concern 
of like, you know, rape cases have been on the rise. Domestic violence cases has been on the rise. Yeah. Disorderly conduct has been on the rise. Like these are there's so many other things that's on the rise that we need to pay attention to that this wasn't something that needed to be on page three in the New York Post. Right. right. That's just my honest opinion. Like it, it was just like, you know, we we all have to take care of things and stuff like that. We all have to, you know, be, you know, vigilant. And it's not even just women, it's men too. You know, there are men yeah. getting fucking kidnapped in broad daylight. Like, what the fuck? Like, shit is just going on that is just insane. Well, like, I guess Carlton is the only person that, well, I've, all four of us that has, like, you know, an actual good marriage and stuff. But, like, if you and Karen theoretically were on a fucking beach and you've seen some random stranger taking pictures of, or videos of your wife, what's your reaction as a husband? It's going to beat the shit out of him. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, okay. when we're walking, I mean, when we go out to the <clears throat> store and stuff, like, I always watch the people around us and i've seen plenty of times where we'll walk and the dude will glance at her breast and then yeah. he looks up and he sees me watching him and he walk away <laughs> it's like Colton I mean, like, like, what about how about public <laughs> it's like i i watch people it's like especially when i have the granddaughters it's like yeah. i watch to see who's paying too much attention to my granddaughters well you know i look not yeah. to cut you off bro even though you know you you know you a great awesome person you're built like the fucking tyrant from Resident Evil 2, bro. <laughs> so imagine somebody looking, whether it's from wholesome or deviant intentions, having somebody like almost 10 feet tall looking I mean, at you like, yeah. fuck you. Looking I mean, I can't him. blame. <laughs> I, I can't be at fault because men being men, you see right. a chat, you look, but it's like there's a couple. It's like the five second rule. Okay, look away, you know. For breasts right. and stuff, because and, and it's it's natural, but it's like it's always funny when people look from her breast to yeah. me, see me watching them. They're like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> I mean, hey, I, I understand because even though there are like talking about the fellas, there's decent fellas, and as we all know, as decent fellas, there are <clears throat> deviant type of guys <laughs> and fellas that you know they're not looking from a wholesome or yeah. type of sincere place. They just like, yo, I want to smash that. Oh, I'll shit, be more I'll be more worried him. about meeting the I I kind of a guy who's watching your feet. That's what people are worried about. <laughs> <laughs> He's like rubbing his hands together, looking at your feet, like, oh man, look at them flip flops. Like, okay. Now, that's, that's why worse, I said so. I think everyone's different too. This is something that true, guys true. we don't deal with. Females deal with this shit guys creeping all the time. I'm just I'm so fucking desperate and so starving for attention. If some girl's taking pictures of me, I'm like, by all means, thank you. I feel flattered. <laughs> if anything. Like, I feel you. And I and I know, I and then you have those women that go out and public with them skin tight outfits are like man don't even say you know you're a victim you came out there with yeah. little t imagination well uh, i mean yeah. but then the thing is though is that they say well you know men gotta keep it in the pants and stuff like that well the shit's still in the pants and it still is in my pants exactly so but my, so my thing is is just that if you know what i'm saying like I, I tell women this all the time i don't give a fuck how you dress in public but if you dress in a way that's provocative, yeah. I'm a look, mm -hmm. and you know damn well it's provocative. Yeah, you're it's not human just nature. It, 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 what it the is. fuck? Yeah, like if you yeah. have a low cut shirt and you have big titties, yeah. what the fuck do you think I'm gonna do? Yeah, what the well, fuck I do mean, you think look, I'm gonna do? Look at some of the best, you know, salespeople out there, and you know they have if they're attractive, they're gonna use it to get 
better tips yeah, right. to get better services. You know, they're going to use no, that to their advantage. Ain't no fucking ch- and, and no fucking flat chicks or flat chested chicks at Hooters are going there because they're you know the, the chicks with <laughs> the fucking big jugs get the best tips. It's, it's Remember it back like, in the day uh, when I first like after when Willie was dating Jill, well he's still with Jill, but oh, it's like we're all going to see a movie, and I walked up to her, I'm like, is that shirt part of your you know? work attire she's like no i wear it's like well i can see why you get a lot of customers yeah, <laughs> yeah. she had like a super low yeah shirt. let them things hang out like that's why she's selling she's selling more merchandise like yeah chris i've been the past six months i've been a top seller at my store i wonder why <laughs> like geez i wonder why i mean <laughs> the guys yeah. won't even look at the jewelry you're selling you just they just agree <laughs> they go full elliot <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> pulls an elliot <laughs> it's like the diamonds <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So uh, this you, know, you know what's funny? Well, Death, I'll, uh, I'll do it. Uh, we'll go back and forth. Elliot's probably thinking Death by Snoo Snoo. <laughs> Jesus. When he was staring at her, Death uh, by Snoo Snoo. I found, I found a random news one. Which is, I mean, I guess it's not that great, but it's just weird, I guess. But um, this says was a billion, a billion year old black diamond that blasted from outer space is going to fetch for $7 million. I mean, I guess that kind of money and stuff but just imagine seven says, million for a billion dollar diamond a, a, a billion year billion old diamond. Year, yeah. yeah it says and out of this world literally black diamond will go on the, the as will go to the highest bidder and it says that it's a record breaking i don't know if, maybe you know the scarlton but 555.55 carat gemstone dubbed the enigma was ranked among the largest and toughest diamonds in the world and it's thought to have dropped here at least a few million years ago from outer space and uh yeah, How so, did they even determine that it was that old? I guess carbon dating and stuff. There's carbon dating that yeah. any anything can be determined uh, age wise through carbon yeah. dating. But they're saying that this this that, uh, this one billion year old diamond is expected to fetch at least seven million dollars when it hits the online block. And just I I don't know. I mean, it's going to go for more than that because yeah, there are people out there just to have this one of a kind. Well, if it's one of a kind, who knows if there's more? But I'm sure it's probably going to get up there. Yeah, yeah. I just saw. Um, I just get I mean I just you know fucking could you imagine spending seven million dollars and a a billion year old rock like well could you just imagine athletes wearing a pinky ring for yeah. one point five million dollars I mean I'll do this this next one now let Junior go because I just yeah. I, this is funny as hell I can't because yeah, we're ahead. all we're all sick fucks especially this would make Junior fucking laugh because oh, people this woman, <laughs> woman who binged she binged thirty two sushi rolls at an all you can eat buffet was rushed to the hospital. <laughs> It says thirty-two sushi rolls. This, Those are pretty fucking big too. Yeah. This is this California. Yeah. This California. This California woman was on a roll. <laughs> Jesus. She wanted to get. She wanted to get her money's worth, and it was a fifty-dollar all-you-can-eat buffet. Reminds me of someone Junior knows, but <laughs> or you can eat. It says after indulging a little bit, too, a little bit too much, including thirty-two rolls of sushi, her uncooked delights left her feeling a little bit raw inside. Following the binge, she was rushed to, to the emergency room with severe stomach pains. That's where she was diagnosed with, I can't say this, but gastrofixial reflux disease, commonly known as acid reflux. So, of course, she's on TikTok, because why wouldn't she be? She shows off the mountains of food she consumed in one sitting, and the, the trip to the hospital. And of course, her warning to sushi, to sushi lovers got her over 11 million views. So, because she went to... She ate a lot of sushi, went to the hospital. She got 11 million views. Like, Junior, you better start taping your dad. <laughs> well, like I said, and I, before no. Junior goes, there's one real quick thing. It's like 11 million views, and the, the grand scheme of thing is nothing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, there's there's almost 8 billion people on Earth, Junior. And just to put it in perspective, I was telling this to Junior, 
uh, to Chris a few weeks ago. If you took one second to meet a person, it would take yeah. you over 275 years to meet every single person on Earth for just one second. Mm. That and true. that's that that yeah. that's if no one is born or die if it just stays status quo that's how long it would take you just to one second per person 275 years yeah. so that 11 million 11 million oh yeah it, no, makes, I, it seems a lot yeah. but 11 million that's like two cities in the united states yeah. is that like two of the largest yeah, cities oh yeah, yeah. But that's what we, we keep saying that now constantly this shit with, with even like youtube i mean i made a joke recently like, like youtube like what kind of asshole in 2022 would want to get pop on youtube and like your crickets <laughs> but like this is with, well, people with you yeah. know the tiktok fame it's like you got so because you were basically a slob at a, at a fucking buffet and got rushed to the hospital you get 11 million views instead of yeah. like you know something actually like well, substantial. It's, <laughs> it's something it's it's, it's it's a car wreck people it's entertainment yeah you're right people will always it's morbid curiosity that's yeah, the biggest should. sell people are like yeah. oh look at this video this fat chick falling down the steps <laughs> well, junior laughing like well you know you fat bitch i hate fat people so let me watch it I do. <laughs> yep damn right so, <laughs> it says um so our dinner was about two hours long because we were so stuffed we had to keep taking breaks oh, so then fucking go home God then damn. it's like imagine imagine having a two-hour dinner my so jaw she said, hurts after 30 minutes. She said after, she started off with miso soup, four gaizoas, and jalapeno poppers. She then moved on to eight green, dra green dragon rolls, eight snow rolls, eight California rolls, and eight wakame rolls, and Jesus. helping of edam, edam nemi. Okay. She revealed that what went down after her monstrous meal, immediately after dinner, we were so full we had to sit in my car for 30 minutes before driving home. My stomach felt very firm from all the sushi and, and, and probably the rice that expanded in my stomach. This is what other countries fucking hate us for. She yeah. went to, her, she went to her, her partner's house to try to sleep it off. That night I went to sleep at my boyfriend's house and I had the worst stomach ache but didn't think of it much since I had a huge meal. I am not a morning person, so I woke up at 6 o'clock in the morning and knew something was wrong. So she says, my stomach and chest had intense pain. It was hard to take deep breaths. Her boyfriend and her grandmother drove her to the hospital. She was diagnosed, she was diagnosed with acid reflux and gave, gave medication to help her pain. So, um, yeah. So basically, fucking, mm. you, you had 32 fucking rolls. You had acid reflux. And uh, I'll let Junior move on. But, like, this, this is why you're, yeah. at the, you're at the fucking emergency room because you had too much fucking sushi. Like, I could, I could maybe eat two at the most. Like, if I go to a buffet, like, a lot of high-end buffets have really good sushi rolls. So it's like at the most two, at the most. Yeah, but thirty-two. Fuck. Oh, shit. you guys come out here. You gotta try the Mexican restaurant out here. Yeah. All right. So I'll junior I pop you about. So he's got. But junior, what's your story? Hit us. Oh, oh, Hit shit. us with that facts. Of course, I got this dumb shit. <laughs> Mom gets ruler tattoo to measure penis sizes before sex. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I get this one. So, boy. You up for failure. so I'm like, <laughs> now the immediate joke is now Carlton, if it was her, you, she'd need a bigger ruler for your ass. <laughs> so it's just like, Sorry. but it's like pretty much what it is. It's just that, um, basically what she said was, is this, that when it says the sex minded mom, a mom who has a 14 year old daughter told Jan Press that she's looking for a well-endowed boyfriend and her new body art is a practical design and tool to enhance my life. Tattoo does not include any numbers, instead featuring pretty dots that are spaced an inch up apart on her arm. 
says if it on doesn't her have heart. No, it says on her arm. Oh, I thought you said her heart. I'm like, what? She wants to lay it on her chest. So she <laughs> it says, it, if, it, as it doesn't have numbers, it's actually rather discreet and it allows me to innocently reach up and stroke a man's stomach while taking a glance at my arm alongside <laughs> and count the inches. Right? Wow. It says it may not be something, it's something people may not think about when shaking my hand and won't look out of place at a nursing home when I'm 90. But will always put a smile on my face and a twinkle in my eye. Wow. It says she is she has has a gobbler in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> she says that she has had a, she has a high libido and has had sex eleven times in a day. Jesus Christ. And it says that knowing in a partner size is important to her. It says I'm a woman who enjoys pleasure, body confidence, and intimacy and feels that women should have as much right as men to speak honestly about sexual encounters. I'm like, yeah, but the of course. I'm like, but the thing is, though, when men speak about sexual encounters with women, that's considered cyberbullying and yeah. potentially sexual harassment. But, but let's you, move on. If, if I fucked 11 times, your, your ball. Oh, Jesus Christ. You're, you're fucking she didn't say the same guy. <laughs> Still, but like, just, damn, like you're becoming powder. Like, <laughs> so it's like it's not about size is what you do with it and how your partner makes you feel uh-huh. when building an intimate connection. But for those who enjoy finer details, it really is a cherry on the cake for me. Says Kiss' wow. teenage daughter initially believed the tattoo was designed to measure bananas and cucumbers before <laughs> she finally clocked what the erotic inking was actually for. My daughter's at an age now where she realizes my cheeky sense of humor and pickups on adult jokes, which she missed before. And then she has a picture of her. She's not bad. Yeah. She's not bad looking at all. Her tits are fake, though. But, yeah. <laughs> um, she's not bad looking, though. I mean, I give her like a solid seven just because <laughs> I don't appreciate the fake tits. Yeah. But, you know, I'm a man of just, I'm all about natural beauty. <laughs> like, natural beauty oh, is everything to me. Of course. Of so course. it's like any sort of, any plastic, you cannot be above a seven. Like, if yeah, you have not, any sort not, of plastic surgery at all. Not wrong. I'm sorry. It's just, it, I mean, unless it's, like, really natural to me, and I probably don't notice, but it's, like, if I notice it, you are you can't be above a seven for me. That's just me personally. So it says that and while her child may not mind the raunchy inking, her friends are less, uh, says her friends are a little less amused by it, saying that the tattoo is a little outrageous. Says, I'll be lining up my own rulers inked anytime soon, but to each their own. Jesus. It says, my mom remarked on how handy it is to have a tattoo as that. And it says at one point that she plans on getting one to measure the girth as well as the length. Jesus Christ. Um, She also says that, um, I mean, like I said, she has a nice pair of titties. Not going to lie. But I can tell that they're definitely gotten worked on. Yeah. But, like I said, it's, it's just one of those things where it's just like, it's okay for a woman. Because I know I'm never going to go on to New York Post and saying I'm not going to date somebody like Lizzo. Yeah. So, it's like, you know, I mean. <laughs> that means it means you're, you're fat phobic. Yeah, right? if I'm yeah. fat phobic, though, if I don't want to fucking date somebody like Lizzo. But yeah. if she wants to get a ruler tattoo to measure a guy's dick, then it's perfectly okay. I mean, those topics aside, it's like her statement of, you know, being able to express herself freely. Just like a man can. I mean, that's, I believe that's true. She, you know, she should be able to do so. If her yeah. friends have issues with it, well, maybe she needs new friends. You know, I yeah, think exactly. you know, if you have friends and or your spouse, we can talk freely and be open. It's like, yeah. it's amazing. You know, this next one's funny. It Definitely. says, "Man hospitalized after well, shoving here. AA batteries into well, his penis." Let me, let me do my. Oh, hold up. Oh God. <laughs> what are you about so, to say, Chris? I was, I was, I was going to do one to bounce off Junior because he's got limited ones, but Jesus oh, well, Christ. Oh, well, real quick, I'll let you finish the story, but I, I read the headlines too. 
where a man tried to measure his penis by sticking the Apple charger up his penis. Uh, he had to go to hospital walk. for that. Uh, yeah. It's like, what happened to a ruler um, or a duct tape? He, uh, I mean, duct tape, you know, measuring uh, uh, tape. Uh, it's he all... fucking, he, he sticked the charger, the Apple lightning charger up his penis to see how to measure it. But uh, I didn't read the article, but I just read the topic. Yeah. yeah. So, um, <laughs> Ahead, yeah, shoving double A batteries into oh. his penis. Now, oh. all right, oh Jesus Christ, an Iranian man. That that doesn't surprise me at all. Of course, <laughs> this doesn't fucking surprise me at all. Of course, was forced to go to the emergency room after shoving a double A battery down his penis. Uh, it says in a grotesque stunt worthy of the new Discovery Plus series, this came out of me. Ugh, it Jesus. says the fiasco came to light after the unnamed forty-nine-year-old reported to a hospital in Tehran where he informed doctors that he had the charging device lodged into his genital or, uh, organ for 24 hours. Jesus so apparently Dude. he was trying to charge something in his penis. Ugh. It says, according to a new case study, it says, during, during a follow-up visit, the patient complained of a recurrence of obstructive and irritating urinary symptoms. You think? Including, uh, and including dysuria, which is decreased urinary force. So... How that happens is if you force the expansion of your penis because, you know, your penis kind of expands a little bit when you take a piss, right? Yeah. So when you take a piss, right, if you forcefully expand it because you're trying to charge something out of your penis, what ends up happening is that the muscles themselves don't regenerate because you actually tear some of the muscles Mm, every time you get hard, which is why you get that sensation every time you're fucking. Yeah. So basically he said... He also experienced a burning sensation whenever he tried to urinate. I mean, battery acid in your dick? I wonder why. So he said, meanwhile, subsequent x-rays revealed severe and progressive scarring to his urethra, which is, again, battery acid, and which mitigated the amount of fluids that could flow through the tube. So basically, he wasn't able to, because of like, because basically he had like a lot of blood. Like yeah. getting into his like P track, and it's like it started to solidify because of the battery acid. Oh, so he wasn't actually able to piss as hard because you know you can like hard pee sometimes, especially yeah. when you're drunk. You do that really ridiculously hard pee sometimes <laughs> when you drink a lot. Like, oh my god, it's so heavenly. Sounds like a fucking waterfall. Exactly. <laughs> sounds yeah. like sounds like you're fucking running bath water or something. <laughs> but it's like when um he doesn't he has a decreased force where he can't hard pee. Yeah. So, and because of the fact that he has clogs in his penis. So it says, <laughs> it says the man was discharged from the hospital after a three week observation period. Obviously the battery was removed Ugh. from it, from his penis. And it says, it says it isn't the first time that a patient has reported to the hospital, the unlikely, unlikely item in their deck. Yeah. It says a 37 year old virgin got <laughs> six feet of string. Lodge it is Peters during a botch attempt at sexual gratification. <laughs> so I can tell Mark's going to be in the hospital within six months because he stuck something up his penis to try to feel something. I'm but, surprised he hasn't been there yet. Yeah. yeah right. But my thing is that kills me more than anything with this particular situation is the fact that why are you trying to charge a device with your dick? Yeah. And like, now all of a sudden you've permanently lost I mean, the ability I mean, to be able got, to pee We got hard. four guys here. I just, in my lifetime, I'm fucking 41 now. I've never had any, just in the past 41 years, any indication where, like, I'm going to start sticking things 
inside of there. It just, it just, you read more fucking news reports with guys sticking things like Carlton said, a fucking charger, batteries. Like, I never one time in 41 years think, like, you know what? Here's a double A battery, triple A battery. Let me just stick this down there. Like, what the fuck? The thought is never that? crossed my mind. It, it, yeah, it's just, Jesus Christ, man. But those who's rational and reasonable uh, don't think um, crazy stuff like that. Here's something which I guess, <laughs> I'm not sure if this is racist or not, but. <laughs> Okay, but uh, so literally, woman puts baby up for adoption after the sperm donor lied about his ethnicity. Ethnicity, <laughs> it's like so. <laughs> is that racist? <laughs> wow. wow. I mean, goddamn! I wonder what. Wow. I wonder white baby. Damn it! <laughs> a, sp- <laughs> a sperm donor's betrayal has led to one mother's shame and an orphan child. So. Wow, a Japanese woman is suing the biological father of her second child for 300 million yen, which is $2 million American, after learning that he lied about his identity. The Tokyo resident, was, who's in her 30s, thought she'd found a successful Japanese man with a university education and had sex with him 10 times in an effort to get pregnant. The woman had previously had one child with her current husband, but decided to conceive with a donor when she learned her husband carried a hereditary disorder that could be passed to their kids. Okay. So the efforts paid off in July 2019. After getting pregnant by the donor, the woman learned that the biological father of her unborn child is in fact a married Chinese man. Oh shit! So the woman put the woman decided to put her baby up for adoption as it was already too late for to abort the pregnancy. She's now suing for fraud. <laughs> Jesus wow. Christ! So yeah, she wanted to fuck a Japanese guy and he was Chinese. <laughs> she, she, she fucking drops the baby off at a fucking orphanage. <laughs> Holy wow. shit! Oh my god! Her loss. I mean, so it was um, is that racist? <laughs> Sounds like it. I wouldn't say it's racist. You're just a just you're just a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're just a piece of shit. You're I, not really racist. I, I don't think you're racist. Anything, you're just anything, Carlton? <laughs> what was that? Does so, 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 any thoughts on that about the woman giving up her baby for being a wrong ethnicity? <laughs> Honestly. I honestly don't know. I mean, it's there's a lot of different variables to take into account. I mean, wow. I can understand how some people can get, you know, Chinese and Japanese people mixed up. They almost look identical for the most part. Yeah. You know, this. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I can't say I'm a really for or against your choice. I mean, it sucks for the child who had, you know. Yeah. You know, an innocent child. Could you imagine that growing up and stuff? It's like, well, I mean, you, to you find out your mother gave you away because you weren't, you know, Japanese. Yeah, um, that's. I mean, that is pretty shitty. That you know, but because yeah. I it, mean, it, we have w- people here uh, getting rid of babies before they're even born, yeah. just callously. So, I um, mean, yeah. Boy, I, I, it's, it's hard. It's really a perfect I mean, this example is, of why Roe versus Wade is a thing now. Yeah, why that shit got uh, overturned. Um, so I'll keep doing two to, to juniors one because, but uh, yeah, it's just, that's like, I guess difference in culture and stuff, but like the basics that you wanted a different ethnic baby and it didn't match here. And like, just, I mean, just have your, I don't know, just like you, you're not, you're not taking care of your kid because it was the wrong ethnicity. Like it's not your kid's fault. Yeah, I mean, it's fucked up. You wanted to conceive this kid. I mean, he, he may not be, I uh, see. That's the thing that those coaches, they didn't want them to be like um, smart. And it's almost like, uh, going to a, a clinic to get your kid, you know, genetically built to have blue eyes and shit. Yeah. I just, I, well, it's, it's, yeah, it's nuts. Um, 
So I'll, I'll ask you, well, you know, Carlton probably's been a while, but he still has an opinion. But Junior and Lewis, this this is a fucking weird news article and just how, I guess, how fucking vapid and egotistical people are. So this is on the fucking New York Post. But I send myself drinks from fake secret admirers on my first dates so they know that I'm in demand. <laughs> Read that one more time? Yeah. All right, let's be honest. We could be on the first, the best first date of our lives and we still wouldn't want to appear too eager. But while our version of playing it coy involves not texting back straight away, one woman has revealed how she keeps her dates on their toes. During this week, of course, TikTok. Um, so in, a, in TikTok star Sophia Franklin, so she, said, she shared her first date ritual. In a video that course got 2 million views, she admitted that she always she, she sends herself a drink from a fake secret admirer to let her date know that she's in demand. So when I, when I go to the bathroom and pay the bartender to send me an anonymous drink, so then my date remembers I have options. She then captioned a clip that men love healthy competition. That's not true. <sighs> so, that's not true at all. And that's not the only thing that she's done to make a man jealous. Oh, here we go. In the comments, she confessed, I've definitely sent myself flowers a time or two and laughed my ass off. This can work in many situations. The world is your oyster, ladies. And... Needless to say, the tip sparked some healthy debate in the comments with hundreds of women pledging to try it themselves. All great. Some people are like, you're an icon. I'm trying this next time. And, um, yeah. So, can, uh, can you imagine being on... <laughs> what? <laughs> That'd be the only date. I'm looking at pictures and, you know, by all means, she's very fucking attractive. I, I, what? <laughs> That'd be the only uh, date. That would be see, the only date. My only thing is, uh, I, mean, on, I mean, if she does it after the first date, that's, you know, dickish. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't see how it's any different than having your friend call you to bail you out if it's a bad day. You know, you're, you're setting yourself up, you yeah. know, like an escape route. I mean, I mean, that's a different tactic. I mean, I'm not against it. Yeah. But if she keeps doing it, like, on second and third and fourth dates, then it's like she's clearly not seriously serious about us. I mean, I, I guess in her mind, she feels like fucking men were, were, were very competitive and stuff, and I guess she feels like the guy would try harder if, if they know that she's has other options, but like, I, I don't mean, know, maybe it's like, yeah, maybe, maybe you're, you're coming fucking 40 or something. Whenever any, I guess any man above the age of like fucking 15 or something, if you're a hot chick, we know you've got plenty of options, sweetheart. It's not like you don't have to constantly like, you know, get random. Would you say it above what age what? Maybe 15 or something. <laughs> Sorry. No, no. Men are still dumbasses to at least mid thirties. <laughs> so, <laughs> still. That's so true. I, I, that's what they know. like. I, I even knew in high school. We, we agree we're smart, but I think back to how I acted when I was 20 in the, the Coast Guard what? and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. I didn't get my maturity and stuff until like mid thirties where I started actually thinking well, for myself. But the point I know is like, but even, even in high school, right in high school, if the, okay, everybody's been to fucking high school and middle school and, and probably college and stuff. Everybody fucking knows we have that one hot chick where there's 10,000 guys who want to fuck her. We're not stupid. If, if you're a very good looking woman, we know the fact that you have options, sweetheart. It's simple as that. It's like, you don't have to constant. Like, I think for me that that's like somebody that she's really, she's fueling her ego. It's like, Oh, I have to like, you know, constantly remind him that I have options. No shit. See, yeah. Come on. If I was in that situation and you're know, on a first date, and obviously to get to the first date, I mean, in most situations, I've already talked to this woman yeah. a few times already. But if she received, if she sent herself a drink and I didn't know that and I see that she received a drink, I would watch to see how she reacted. If she just played it off or was yeah. thankful or something, it's like, okay, she's not serious about this and seeing where it's going. 
you know, so that I would have been out, you know, but she was like, push it aside, like, no, thank you, not accepting. It's like, okay, so she's generally, you know, serious about where this could go. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, every woman, I mean, that also speaks on her own self-esteem because she probably had a bunch of relationships where she's like, I'm attractive. Why are dudes cheating on me? Well, she's attractive, but she also, that's the the curse of being attractive. You're going (laughs) to... draw you're like a moth you're like a flame you can get all these nasty moths flying to you, you know? <laughs> when you're attractive you're gonna have asshole dudes you know who are just as attractive and egotistical so yeah you know they deserve I mean, each other <laughs> it, yeah it, it all depends it depends on the nature i mean i'm not i'm not saying she's 100 percent wrong on the first date because if she's known to go out with assholes or assholes are known to ask her out yeah you know, I'm not against it, but if it's like if you have something good and it's two or three dates down the line and she's sitting there to sell flowers, then yeah, that shit is ridiculous. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like the first date. There's just it's a lot of unknown grounds, and you know, there's a lot of things that can make or break it. Yeah, but it's right. like again, you just like yeah, like yo, Chris, if this chick is unattractive or something text me at this time and then i'll text you back you know there's all these you know men have these escape routes so does women yeah so you know hmm. oh my kid died i have to go home <laughs> my kid died <laughs> <laughs> like, you, know, you know it's it's like so i'm like i'm not totally against that i mean it's the back farm junior junior your father just it's died. untruthful <laughs> and it does i'm like okay <laughs> Yeah, it's untruthful and does plant that seed of doubt if you yeah. want to go long term, but it's not completely unacceptable. Yeah, but know? what ends up happening is that she probably wants a long term relationship, and she's doing short term relationship shit. Yeah. If you sit exactly, there, if you sit there and yeah, you exactly. say, you sit there and you say, "Oh, I'm looking for a loyal man, this, that, and there," but you're already showing signs. You're showing signs that you can entertain somebody else enough for them to present something to you then why would I want to fuck with you for? Like, my, my premise behind it is, my premise behind it is a little bit different. If somebody else is giving you drinks and you accept that drink, you're telling me that you're able to, that you are willing to, right in front of my face, entertain somebody else. Sure. I'm dubbing it right then and there. I'm dubbing it right yeah. then and there. It, it's, it's done right then and there. I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, if I'm here, if I'm dating you, it's long term that I'm looking for. Bottom line. And I and I let it be known right from the start. I'm not I don't talk in riddles. That's talking in riddles. Yeah. You know what I mean? That you want to be presenting with multiple options. Okay, that's fine. All right. That's fine. But if I was only here to fuck, I wouldn't be here to dinner. If I was only here to fuck, I wouldn't be treating you out to dinner. The fuck I look like whining and dining somebody I want to fuck. Yeah. Bitch, well, you're, getting your only- <laughs> you're getting a McDonald's date. You're maybe getting a fucking. We gonna yeah. talk about goals and dreams that you're never gonna get. And you know, what I'm saying I'm gonna get the pussy and keep it pushing. Like well, even get- that, even if it was a first date, Junior, she's playing those games, and that's all you wanted to. It's like, well, she play all the games she wants. Once AKA I get mine, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're so, gonna need those other options, bitch. Because I'm <laughs> exactly because at the end of the day, what it comes down to me is that I, I'm you know with all the social activities that I've had in my life, I am very it's it's I've developed that gift of knowing what's happening in that circumstance. I have a very high IQ in situational based things. Like I can really piece two and two together 
very well. And Chris knows this 100%. Mm-hmm. Still can't name one single time that I've been wrong about something that's happened in his life, especially in I relationships. He still can't. So right. I will sit there and say that, you know, when it comes down to things like that, I'm very smart with it. So I'm not going to sit there and, you know what I mean? I'm not going to sit there and go off and, you know, be about La La Land because she got big titties, a fat ass, yeah. and, you know, a fat coochie. I don't give a fuck about none of that. None of that <laughs> shit excites me anymore. <laughs> Being in my, when I was in, you know, when I'm out partying and I was getting drunk on a regular basis, and yeah, I wanted to be with the sexiest girls and I wanted to go to the parties with the sexiest girls and I was doing that. Yeah. But then now that I'm in my mid 30s, shit is different now. Yeah. Now I don't give a fuck about none of that. Now I give a fuck about something. What are you presenting to me? That I can't get from seven billion other women in this world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, and it's, so yeah. th- that's that's yeah. how I look at it. You know what I mean? Like, what are you presenting to me? What are you giving me? Peace of mind, stability, or are you just giving me pussy and, and pussy and headaches? Like, th- oh, you know, what I'm saying, yep. show me something. Yeah. Show well, me something. The, 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 it comes down to your level of maturity. Like, yep. the older you get, you start looking for something different. It's yeah. like the main thing I got with my with my wife is peace yep. and that, that and food peace what that and food <laughs> oh yeah of course the food but it's like that sense of peace it's like you know I, can, I wake up it's like i've reached inner peace that zen place it's like i don't have to worry about nothing <laughs> i don't have to be jealous about nothing you know yeah. if you be i am just secure in my relationship and you know it's just as she's secure with me and it's just yeah. like that is all you wanted when you don't and you have and i have an equal partner that contributes 50 50 there's none yeah. of this i do it's 50 50 and we can support each other because of that we are able to you know yeah. do things like buy trucks buy houses upgrade because we work together and that's what as your mind matures like i don't need these one night hookers and hoes and shit <laughs> that just want something it's like i want stability i want oh, peace i mean and you can and dude you feel that shit when you come out here just the, the yeah. peace is like you it know, just radiates off us he's, he's not here he said hopefully he'll be here next week because he's always busy but like big al big al would always say chris he's like you know i and i say this with highest regards and big al's told me in private he's like with with carlton he goes i say this with match respect he goes i go call he's like i call carlton captain america he goes he's like carlton is he's like he is the American dream because I was like Carlton is what we with all, the rest of us assholes are trying to aspire to. <laughs> it's because you know, well, it's, like, it's like, and it's like, know? I don't flaunt it. I, it's like, I want no, you don't, but the it's, same thing you know. as I do. It's like, I work, I mean, I came up poor in Albany ghetto. Yeah. I worked hard and then I met a woman who worked just as hard yeah. and we connected on and we built something together. We, we created the American dream. Yeah. That, that's you what he's know. saying. He, he wasn't saying like he wasn't saying like you're flunk, but, but even Big Al's like when we, when last time we went out there, Big Al went out there. He goes, be, being in New Hampshire and stuff, being around Carlton, being around Karen, being with their life. It's like that's what the rest of us are. That's what we're supposed to be. Like the American dream is supposed to be. You know, have a fucking decent house. Like you said, it's like you know your house is a decent house. It's a little, like you know you're not living in a fucking in a fifty million dollar mansion. You're not driving yeah, a you're, like you're not driving a fucking Lamborghini. You know, it's like Karen's on a fucking swimsuit fucking model. She just you guys are just really good normal blue collar fucking average fucking people it's, it's just a very good good you know a good fucking life it's like you guys aren't poor but you're not fucking rich you're, you're living very comfortable which is what yeah we're at a comfortable us. level where exactly. we can yeah. pay our bills and still enjoy a little thing but yeah. right. it's just that it just it's that sense of like i said that relationship it's like yeah. you get to that age you just you want someone that you can 
settle down with you know yeah. mature people i say it's because there's people out there 40 50 years old still doing dumb shit yeah but it's like you know th- that's what i wanted and i got what i want it's like people are like oh what else do you want in your life it's like honestly i got what i've i worked hard i got what i want it's yeah. like and that's how it's my plate is full exactly yeah well see the thing need- is though is that a lot of females they know how to be girlfriends but they don't know how to be wives exactly it's, right. it's both yeah. sides of the aisle both sides of the aisle. Because you can suck my dick, you can deep throat the shit to the balls, you can ride my dick on you on your feet, and yeah. you can do all types of freaky shit. But that's are you lust. holding me that's down? Love. Are <laughs> you holding me down? Am yeah. I going to be able to come home from work and not ar- not you arguing with me because I didn't text you for uh, I didn't text you every ten minutes? I think, are you- I think in the the eleven years we've been together. We've never argued, but we've had a couple. Well, we had maybe three or four. I can put the number of disagreements on one hand, yeah. where it just came down to a lack of communication, where we didn't understand what the other person was saying, yeah. and we got a little, a little upset with each other. But it's like after yeah. a few hours of thinking, we sat down, we communicated with where this communication lapse was, and we talked through it, and we were fine. Like yeah. less, I mean. Basically, you could say it's one every two and a half years. We might have a, a disagreement. You know, yeah, that's uh, that's very fucking rare in this day and age. But the thing yeah. is, though, it's because of the fact that people think arguing is a form of communication, it's and true. it's not. Yeah, and, it comes out of communication. Yeah. That's usually when we have issues because I I'm very curt and blunt, and I say stuff and without giving the proper meaning. And most of the time, it's me initiating because mm-hmm. I say something stupid because I don't explain myself, and so we just have this miscommunication. Well, to Junior's right. I, I often call him jokingly, but seriously, like the fucking the, the black doctor Phil, you know, just waiting for the mustache. I was waiting for the mustache Will to go in. Will Furious He's already got the hairline, but just the Shut mustache. Shut the hell up. <laughs> it's, it's like Junior's got I have a full head of hair. Shut up. <laughs> it's just on the back of his head. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking asshole. Junior knows what's going to happen. He's like, no. Junior, just because your hair is longer doesn't mean it's a full set of hair. That it's is like, true. He knows what's gonna happen because like every time we see his dad, he's like, "Son, you look, you look just like me." I'm getting gray hair now too, so it's getting worse. It's getting uh, worse. You got gray, you, wait till you get gray hair on your pubes, man. That's me. You know, yeah, I'm not, oh, I'm not there yet, but yeah. I, used, I actually, <laughs> I got one, I got one gray hair on my chest. Which I'm like, what the fuck is? I fucking plucked that shit out with some tweezers. Like, what the fuck? Where's this coming from? Like, god damn it! Like, <laughs> god, Jesus. Yeah. Um, well, I know Junior. Okay, so. Here's a funny news article, which is probably bullshit, but we got to laugh. Uh, Carlton, you have you got COVID yet? I'm, I don't think you have, right? Mm, if I did, yeah. I had no symptoms. But uh, junior, I mean, there's a few times where I got sick for a few days, yeah. but I felt more than a cold. But well, okay, uh, Junior Lewis, you guys have you, have you got COVID yet? Or just just the shots, you know? No, well, I've gotten all my shots, including okay. boosters. Oh, I've got none of that shit. I got in my shots too. Oh, if I did get. Sick, well, it was involved in that, didn't have any symptoms. Well, okay, so have you guys heard about the new symptom called uh, COVID dick? No. <laughs> I'm not lying. No. I swear to God. This man oh, claims... Wow. Here, here's, here's Mark. <laughs> it's like, man claims that his dink sh- his dick shrank two inches because of COVID. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Goddamn COVID. <laughs> so if, if Mark got COVID twice... Let's do the math. <laughs> Jesus Christ. As if, it says, talk about getting the short end of the stick. <laughs> it says, Jesus, these puns, man. Who fucking oh, writes yeah, these? Yeah, yeah, really. 
As if contracting COVID wasn't bad enough, a dismayed man now claims he's lost a whopping two inches from the length of his penis as a result of the virus. My penis has shrunk. <laughs> I'm a heterosexual, I'm a heterosexual, heterosexual man in my 30s. <laughs> uh, in July of last year, I contracted COVID and was very sick. When I got out of the hospital, I had some, I had some erectile dysfunction issues. <laughs> the purposely, the purportedly once well-endowed man went on to explain that prior to diagnosis, he was well above average. <laughs> but, since, but since then, he's like, uh, before I got sick, my penis was was above average. Not huge, but definitely bigger than normal. Now I've lost about an inch and a half, well, two inches, but I've become less than average. And, uh, well, it's sad, man. You know, that, uh, that goddamn COVID dick. <laughs> Did he fucking uh, get that radiation like, uh, Agent Cobbers from the <laughs> Paradise City. Oh shit! Oh my god! Here's a, here's something that'll, that'll make Junior laugh because Junior's a sick fuck. But uh, this is so, things we don't deal with in Albany and stuff called New out New Hampshire. But uh, so a ma- a mountain lion a mountain lion chases Los Angeles hiker in a scary video. Like, could you imagine it going for a fucking hike and a mountain lion starts chasing you? <laughs> Jesus, we had a bear in our yard last week. And then there was a bear not that long ago in Albany. Like, yeah. I can just imagine fucking, like, you know, Junior's got a certain, like, a father, for example. Jesus. He's going for a hike next to you know, a mountain lion. Mountain. mountain lion chases my father. I'm, I'm definitely outrunning his fat ass. <laughs> I hope he gets fucking I've eaten. seen you run, and you could run pretty fucking fast. Yep, so. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> according to somebody, you know, he used to run backwards on people. Like, <laughs> Jesus. I'll, 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 I'll leave him to rot. He's going to get fucking eaten by that, dude, that fucking, that fucking <laughs> like, lion. You hear an article something like... Uh, a man survived the bear attack with two shots, but his father did. Junior was shooting him in the kneecaps. Like, oh. Oh. God damn! I that's actually this. that's actually true. Yeah. I love this. I love this keeps happening, but this is like this is to me TikTok. I mean, I have fun with it. Me and Junior and Lewis and Carlton, we've all watched TikTok videos. I do feel like truly in being drunk. That fact that TikTok, TikTok is definitely the modern day Darwinism. Because whenever some yeah. fucking stupid cunt on TikTok does something stupid and you die from it, y- you fucking deserved it, okay? Stop looking mm-hmm. at TikTok as the end-all, be-all. But here's mm-hmm. something, and, well, Junior knows this from uh, maybe possibly a roommate he might have, but um, psychologists warn against self-diagnosing medical mental disorders from TikTok videos. In other words, <laughs> stop looking at TikTok to diagnose how fucked up you are in the head. <laughs> Did people stop reading WebMD and just Holy Christ. watch God. videos of other people on TikTok? Jesus. P- people can be easily can easily be convinced that they have a rare disorder based on only what they see on social media. Oh Christ. And uh I'm not I'm not gonna fucking it's you know, this article is not even fucking worth reading. I'm just the headline yeah, is just uh, headline the headline is, is enough exactly. to hurt me. Yeah. Because I've seen on TikTok, I have fucking bipolar, I have ADHD, or I have I whatever TikTok says it like just just fucking go see a goddamn psychiatrist, okay? I don't know why TikTok doesn't ban those people for false uh, Christ. Um, information. Here's something different. I'm not sure, Carlton, how you'd feel about this because, I mean, I'm, I'd am i be pissed off too because I have a 15-year-old son, but uh, this woman was arrested. She was illegally injecting a teen with a COVID-19 Oof. vaccine. Now, okay, a Long, Island, a Long Island woman was arrested for injecting a 17-year-old boy with a COVID-19 vaccine at her home without the teen parent's consent. So, this woman who's 54 years old is not a doctor or authorized to administer vaccines. 
And I'm, I'm first off, why was she there in the fucking first place? But okay, exactly. Um, How does she get the shot? Exactly. I'm just, and it, that's all. That's all the article fucking says. She's going to court. Oh my God. She was charged with unauthorized practice of a profession and, and, and released on a desk appearance ticket. Like, if you inject my fucking teenager with a fucking vaccine that I didn't sign off for, I fucking heads will roll, lady. Especially too. I mean, there has people have died from the vaccines. Yeah. You know. And it, oh man, that's some shit. That's like holy Christ. That is some shit. Oh, okay. This will probably piss off with Junior's father, but <laughs> it says got nugs. Now KFC, KFC in- introduces a new plant-based Beyond Fried Chicken. <laughs> you know what though? I, I've seen how those Beyond Beef and stuff make, and sometimes I'm like, man, I've had one. Uh, their older versions, like a few years yeah. ago, and it wasn't bad. Yeah, but now it wasn't it's, bad. So now they KF- have sausages and chicken yeah. now too. So it says despite its being sans meat, the nuggets provide this ju- <laughs> the juicy, savory flavor that's true to traditional KFC chicken and just as finger looking good. Right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, you, hey, you won't be. Uh, I saw this one uh, thing where you, if you take a banana pill uh-huh. and you cook it in some like uh, some seasoning. Uh, some vinegar and some season. I don't know. It tastes like bacon, and I, we tried it just to see it, and it was pretty damn close to bacon. Yeah, a banana wow. pill and just some season. I mean, it wasn't. You could tell it wasn't bacon, but it's yeah. like you taste it. It's like you could like, wow, I can't believe this banana pill uh-huh. fried with the seasoning almost tastes uh-huh. like bacon. It's it's disturbing. Even even the yeah. smells. It's just a, it's, it's a, almost it's, disturbing. It's, it's fucking vegan fried chicken. Like well, it kind of kills the fucking purpose of fried chicken if it's vegan. But okay. Um, <laughs> I guess people still want to save their eating fried chicken, but uh, they want to eat healthy. I'll be, I'll be loving it with these news articles. I mean, I <laughs> the thing the thing is though is just that people in general. I mean, you just expose individuality, individual oh. stupidity mm-hmm. with with a lot of these uh, with a lot of these. Like with this woman yeah. here, sure. This thirty three year old woman here that was swindled out of three hundred thousand dollars worth of Bitcoin. Oh, I heard about like, that. And it's yeah. like Ooh. you sit there and you say, you know what I mean? Like, and it's like. When you listen too much of people, when you listen too much to people besides doing your own research, it's like the same thing. Like when you, if you invest in Bitcoin, you invest in anything like YouTube, Twitch, all these other platforms. All right. You're, you're, you're not immediately going to be able to succeed. Like these are things you have to do your research on. These are things that you have to, you can't just, just put like some people get lucky. You can just put any stupid fucking content out there. Like the fucking right. Mayo King eating fucking jars oh, of Mayo. God, you fat fuck. Right. Like you, like you can put any like random stupid fucking thing out there and sometimes you blow up, but there are some things that you have to do research on. And when it comes to fucking cryptocurrency, that's one of those things. You can't dump your entire life savings in the fucking cryptocurrency. And now you fucking, you sit there, it's like your hinge relationship turned into a scam. And it pretty much sat there and said, a romance on a dating app hinge went awry when a scammer reported swindled a 33-year-old woman out of almost half of all of her life savings after convincing her to invest in cryptocurrencies. So, apparently she saved up about a million dollars worth of her life savings that she was going to pass along to her kids and whatnot. And... He swindled her out of three hundred thousand. Um, I don't know how that you know makes a fucking article when you're just a fucking dumb idiot that you know just another ignoring red flag circumstance. And yeah, I don't know how think. that makes. I don't know why they focus on this one woman because people are scammed every day. 
Exactly. Yeah. I mean, literally, it's it's from twenty to fifty to a hundred dollar gift cards to like to thousands of dollars. It's like they should just make you know news articles on how to avoid being scammed and how instead to watch of constantly out. talking about it. Oh, this person got scammed of this because they did this. Like, well, okay, you showed us what happened, but how can we prevent that from happening? Exactly. Exactly. It's not just that work that you tell people too, because this is real life shit that gets people to do with that. Because in every day they're evolving, trying to find new ways of you know scamming people (laughs) and everything. It's like. It's like you know, oh, the sky is blue. Well, thank you. Why don't you tell me why the sky is blue? Yeah, and it's it's <laughs> oh, it's geez. just it's just fucking dumb. I I just I can't stand people in general. Yeah. So it's just like you know when people do dumb shit like this, it just pisses me off because it's just like, yeah. why are you so fucking stupid? I mean, like, it it definitely it you know, you know what sucks, Junior is like like remember Carlton. I'm not sure if Junior and uh, Lewis watched this recently, but the movie The Wolf of Wall Street with Leonardo DiCaprio. I remember that. Yep. That entire yeah. fucking film was about oh, this this guy fucking swindling people out of millions and millions of dollars. And this, you know, like you said, this situation isn't anything fucking new. It just sucks because it, it's a hard sell because yes, people are fucking stupid, but this is a problem. Is like people like this, like they're they're just as fucking bad because some people just are fucking stupid and they they don't understand the fact that like you know they're being swindled out of their fucking money and just nope. you know people are dumb. <laughs> it's like it's, it's everyone. I don't know. Everyone, for the most part, you know, generalization is looking. You know, for a quick way to get rich, yeah. And you know, they see these. Oh, take this twelve-step pyramid, you know, scheme, and do this. Or if you read this video, or you buy this book, even just buying the book that has nothing, you know, that's. It was like, oh, it's just a twenty-dollar book. Like, yeah, but you know, you're one person out of how many bought the book. Yeah. You know, there's all these schemes like back in the eighties, was eighties or early nineties, the dot com boom. Yeah. Yeah. Where mad people like you guys, you see the or, or the stock market boom, where you yeah. see everyone right around it. What's it? It's just like everyone's gonna. There's always gonna be a scheme. Yeah. That every every year there's something new. You know. Yeah. That Not to mention, Carlton, like I said, I know me and, me and Junior have gone back and forth about forth about this kind of situation, but like nowadays with people's social media, it's like I can't really blame somebody for for falling for these situations because. Five years ago, ten years ago, if you would have said, Hey Chris, there's a site called OnlyFans, you know, there's a site called Twitch and stuff, and people are getting paid ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars a month for fucking playing Xbox or fucking taking pictures of their fucking boobies or something, and they're making this kind of money. I get where people fall into the trap because they're like, Hey, listen, you know, I'll read about whatever. Mia Khalifa, she made OnlyFans, she made fifty fucking thousand dollars this fucking month. People they probably get into these fucking scams because they spend so much time reading these articles and shit. Like that one chick Amaranth, you know. Amaranth was on fucking Twitch and she made like a million dollars a fucking month in 2022 by fucking OnlyFans. So it's like I get where people can feel they, they can feel like they're falling to these these traps because like hey listen there's this, is there's an NFT thing out there and stuff and there's Bitcoin and like you could be a part of it and people can get suckered into it but like I can't really blame people because nowadays it's like fuck you read about the most bullshit like yeah some guy in TikTok whatever he sits there and he eats fucking 5,000 calorie fucking meals with t- 20 fucking million subscribers and he's making like 2 million dollars a year and you're like how the fuck is this possible? So, like, I totally can't blame people for getting fucking scammed because nowadays in 2022, the way I've seen people get fucking rich nowadays in the past six months alone, you're like, these guys made this much money off doing this bullshit? Like, this this dude fucking Mr. Beast. And like I said, my YouTube thing, I would never now, fucking... is it the uh, creator's fault for making the content? Or oh, no. is it, you know, I'm just saying, the blame like, of the people to, yeah. like, 
support the content. You know, it's but, like that's what I'm saying. But like, but but people nowadays, especially with fucking TikTok, some of the fucking highest TikTokers do the most mundane, stupid fucking shit. Where it's like, said that guy, fuck whatever, uh, fucking Nicado avocado. You know, this guy makes videos where he's eating ten thousand calorie fucking meals, and he's making more money than you, me, Junior, and Lewis combined for being a fucking fat slob. It's like so I. I get how people could. You should make a TikTok video every day you wake up and just open the door and walk through it, and that's it. Nowadays, you might. Oh my God! It's insightful. He's facing the day. Yeah, yeah, well, you you might get fucking five hundred thousand likes. You never fucking know nowadays because I've seen. You never know. I mean, I mean that's why we watch videos, uh, like funny videos on uh, YouTube sometimes, and it's like most of these videos, people are standing there recording stuff waiting for it to happen instead of letting the person know oh you're about to back up into this truck yeah. oh this thing is happening behind you they will stand there with their phone laughing you can hear them laughing while they're recording the shit going down and then the person has uh, something happens whether it could be small from them tripping or like their car backing into something it's like or like basically the main thing is people uh gassing up their vehicles but they go back in the car and the gas is pouring out for like 30 seconds and they're laughing like yeah. you're not going to say anything you're just going to stand it just so they can probably make a video it's like everyone's quick to whip out their phone just right. so they can make a video instead of trying to prevent whatever issue is going to happen yeah. oh your kid's in the stroller rolling down the hill while how, you're talking yeah. how many fucking times you're in the fucking Lewis, the past fucking couple of years you guys have been on this fucking podcast I pulled a fucking article in New York Post hey listen there's some woman on New York subway she got fucking raped at 2 o'clock in the afternoon and, and people are fucking watching her they're filming her getting fucking raped like like you're no one's not one person's stopping this this woman who's 28 30 years old from getting fucking raped on a subway people are sitting there they're watching and then fucking filming it because they'll go to jail for 10 years for touching the rapist I mean, but it's just like that's it's it's sick. That's 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 the reason uh, behind it. You go to jail for touching a rapist. It's like, it's the it's, it's like I don't know what the official term is. I can't remember. I remember reading about it, but I'm just gonna call it crowd syndrome. Yeah. If there's an accident, everyone just fades into the crowd. They're part of the crowd, and if you know, that's why if you're ever in an accident and you need help, don't just say I need help. If you point to a specific person, if you single them out, they are forced to act. They're no longer oh, part sure. of the crowd. You know, know, because if you're if you're standing there in a crowd, you're like, oh, you, your mentality is someone else got it. Someone yeah. else got it. Someone else got it. You know, that's what the main thing is, because there was this thing, uh, this news article back in I was the eight seventies or eighties where a woman ran. Uh, I think I'm just I'm, I can't remember the number of streets, but I think she ran like 30 blocks through New York screaming for help. Wow. And everyone just kept thinking, oh, someone else will happen. And she got murdered. Uh, from the guy chasing her. So, like, uh, a, a ridiculous number of blocks. She was running, screaming for help. Everyone heard. There was numerous so-called calls after the fact, but yeah. she got killed because everyone always assumes someone else will do it. So, if you're ever in an accident and you need help and there's people, point to a specific person because mm-hmm. that singles them out. That means they become part of the issue and they can't just, wow. you know, slink away, point to numerous mm-hmm. people, call them out directly because it snaps them out mm-hmm. of this herd mentality. All right. I'll let Junior do a news article. I'm going to go fucking pee. I got one about Pat Nas, one Dave Chappelle, but I'll do that after the bathroom breaks. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Junior, hit us. Right. So, uh, facts. <laughs> so, this one is World's Most facts. Inbred Family Includes Four Generations of Incest. Jesus Christ. Read that again, cousin. Yeah, I'll, I'll read it one more time. World's most inbred family includes four generations of incest. So, 
So some hills have so eyes. Shit. Hundred years. A hundred years. So here, here's thirty-eight year old Colt Clan were forced. The thirty-eight member Colt Clan was forced to live in squalor, in a sickening story of incest, neglect, pedophilia that shocked the world when their story was first revealed. Since then, the children have all been given court-appointed. I don't know what that word is. I don't know what that word is, but they got in some court order to conceal their identities. It says one of the members of the family, Frank Colt, was found guilty in 2020 of sexually assaulting a teen relative during a visit to the family farm in 2010. It says faced 27 charges, but was acquitted. He openly shared a martial bed with his sister, who had five children. It says the offense occurred two years. Shocked police discovered the clan was living in an isolated camp. The disgusting details of the family who moved among royal... Rural Victoria, Western Australia, South Australia, and the Northern Territory were revealed after a gag order of their gruesome family history ceased. Their twisted family tree shows there were four known generations who were living together, including four kids who were the great-grandchildren and great-great-grandchildren and grandchildren of Tim Colt. Says his youngest daughter had children with her brother, Charlie. DNA tests had discovered 11 of these children were products of parents who were closely related to another, to each other. Mm-mm-mm. Also living in a camp were a, were a dozen second or third generation family members who were legally adults, so not required to undergo DNA testing. It says three of the, of the late Tim Colt's daughters have been dragged through court trials, assaulted in prison, and ostracized in communities due to their inbred children. The products of rape and sexual relations with their own father and siblings. It says, in one Colt trial, so. Tim Colt's son, Redrick, was found guilty of raping his niece, who was also his half-sister. His house was kind of empty. So, niece uh, and half-sister. It says, the victim, Petra, was the biological child of Tim and Betty, and was also attacked by her uncle, Uncle Frank, in the backseat of his car during a visit to the family farm in February 2010. Ah, damn. She told the police back in 2013 that she had never gone to school, lived in a cult, and all that. Her aunts, uncles, and cousins have all been sleeping together. Says Betty's Betty and Rhonda's sister Martha, who openly shared a martial bed with her brother Charlie Colt, gave birth to five children. Their brood were likely fathered by Charlie, her brood. own father, yeah, it's a good her brood. own father uh, Tom, and another brother Roderick. Is revoltingly revealed at her trial. She was slapped with a two-year prison sentence after concealing the paternity of her kids, who were all proven to be product of sexual relations with a biological relative. Wow. It says Martha gave birth to three sons and three daughters. One of them, when one of them died between 1988 and 2006, she Jeez. claimed the kids were the product of five casual encounters. It says, yeah. you know, horribly untrue. The court heard police inter- uh, interprets intercepts of conversations between Martha and brother Charlie were brimming with giggling and degree of sexual sexualized banter. It says Charlie Cole, who originally faced 27. Charges was found not guilty on two charges and acquitted, with the balance being withdrawn. Hmm. Says Tim Colt's other two daughters were also convicted of perjury after attempting to hide the identity of their children's fathers. Betty was convicted of four counts of perjury and lying under oath and one of preventing the course of justice and was jailed for 14 months. Rhonda also served a uh, a 14-month intensive corrections order for perjury. 
DNA testing would reveal all four women had children whose fathers were the mother's own father or brother or a half-brother, uncle, nephew, or grandfather. Damn. Of the original 80 charges leveled against eight cults, including incest, child sexual abuse, indecency against a child, and perjury, many were dropped. Wow. Are they deformed? So, although all eight family members were imprisoned after their 2018 arrest, only half have sequentially received custodial sentences. It says suppression orders have remained on the family's inter- interbreeding practices and rampant sexual interactions as eight family members were before the courts. Jesus. Three family members, Roderick, Martha, and Derek Colt, filed notices of intention to appeal in 2020, all have which since expired. The, hor- the horrific family history intertwined with incest only began to emerge nearly nine years ago after authorities discovered nearly 40 relatives living in inhumane conditions at an outback bush camp. They lived among an, in- an uninsulated shed, old caravans, and tents on New South Wales bush block that was found in 2012. Hmm. Boy. That's you thought fucked you, up. You thought you had a fucked up dad. <laughs> so we now understand how the Hills Have Eyes was now, created. See again, now, mm-hmm. if, if you guys would have said, like, white people are inbred, I wouldn't take that offensively. Cause <laughs> I mean, they were all white. Like, Seriously, let's exactly. be honest, they were all white. Exactly. Like, how many fucking... You've never, Shit I've that never, black people don't do. You, you've never seen any fucking Hills Have Eyes or fucking Jason or Michael Myers inbred fucking horror movies with fucking black people. It's just, you never have. Like, it's, no. it's, just, it's comedy, but yeah, it's... Holy yeah. shit. God damn! Like, like what Colin said. Well, I, I remember seeing the pictures and not reading the articles, but like, yeah, these people weren't deformed. They had fuck obviously mental problems, but like, holy shit! <laughs> yeah, that's some dark shit. I said that's like, yeah, as, as bad as your your fucking family can get, you could always be that much worse. <laughs> I like how it starts off shocking. Like, there's <laughs> nothing that can really shock the road anymore. There's yeah. been movies about every goddamn thing. What's well, I'm saying? Think we, of, we've hit this point in Carlton where people would say like, "Okay, yeah. someone will, will fucking do a movie. Oh, this can't be true. It, it, it's got to be fucking made up." And you're like, "No, no, no, guys. It, this movie. Spend five minutes on fucking Twitter or, or the fucking internet and stuff. Read the New York Post, and New York fucking Times. These movies are fucking tame compared to the real life shit that goes on. Like the fact that this this family exists in 2022. Holy fuck, man! Like, so what? So you say you're gonna do a Dave Chappelle thing and then wrap it up? Yeah, cause it's two shit, two and a half hours, and we're all pretty toasted. And um. I want pizza. I want pizza. <laughs> no, this pissed this pissed me off because Patton Oswalt. I've liked Patton Oswalt a lot, but I, I do see more people getting pissed off him. He's he voiced uh, Happy in the, the show Happy, and um he's been yeah, kinda, no, he's that frumpy looking dude. Yeah, and this this fucking made me mad because like the, as we fucking said before, because racist ass fucking Chris. I think Dave Chappelle is the fucking pound for pound best comedian alive right now. And this, this to me, this these articles, if it's fucking screams very Weasley to me, I don't fucking like it. But okay, so Patton Oswalt defends performing with Dave Chappelle after backlash. Now, as a headline, it sounds pretty good, mm-hmm. but it's where I get pissed off for is that Patton Oswalt defended his decision to perform with embattled comedian Dave Chappelle on New Year's Eve. The comedian shared in a post on Instagram that he was conducting his last show of 2021 at a venue in Seattle when he got a text from fellow stand-up, stand-up friend Dave Chappelle. Apparently, they were performing next door to each other, and Chappelle invited him to come over. Okay, why not? I wave goodbye to this to this hell year with a genius I started stand-up with 34 years ago, said Patton. He works, as, he works in an arena like he's talking to one person and charming their skin off. Anyway, I ended the year with a real friend and deep laugh. I can't ask for much more. Okay, mm-hmm. sounds pretty cool. 
Patton, Patton Oswalt, because Patton Oswalt is a massive fucking liberal, and of course Dave Chappelle, it's like he doesn't, whatever, but Patton Oswalt's fans were conflicted over his kind words toward Dave Chappelle. See, off the bat, his fans, God forbid Patton Oswalt was fucking defending Dave Chappelle or, or sending Dave Chappelle some fucking love, because it's the whole thing of hate Dave Chappelle because he's controversial, right? So, given that Dave Chappelle faces backlash over comments he made during his last special, The Closer. Now, it says, the comedian, of course, caught the ire of the LGBTQ plus XYZ hashtag go fuck yourself sign <laughs> after the comedy special mm-hmm. was released on Netflix in September. Because I'm, I'm sick of that bullshit, you know. Um, Chappelle dedicates about a third of his time discussing his past dealings with people in, in the transgender community offended by his jokes. He makes remarks such as, gender is a fact, and declares himself turf, team turf. He's talking about J.K. Rowling. Now, here's a picture on Twitter of Dave Chappelle giving Pat Oswalt a hug. So, uh, his comments sparked a lot of backlash, including a walkout among Netflix employees and calls for his content to be pulled from the platform, which in retrospect, yeah, like two employees walked out of Netflix of, you know, the thousands of employees, so go fuck yourself. But, um, so Patton Oswalt shared another post on New Year's Day addressing the situation. In his new post, he noted that he and Chappelle 100% disagree about transgender rights and representation. However, he noted that he does not believe his friend's views on on the matter are permanent. So, okay. I saw a friend I hadn't seen in a long time on New Year's Eve. We've known each other since we were teens. He's a fellow comedian, the funniest person I've ever fucking met. Oswald says that I wanted to post a pic of an Instagram story about it, so I did. The friend is Dave Chappelle. 34 years we've been friends. He had a... He's refocused and refined ideas a lot of us took as settled about recent history on life and planet Earth and spun them around with punchlines. So, okay. After defending his, uh, defending his longtime friend with Chappelle, he tried to put the controversy he's facing in context. We also 100% disagree about trans- transgender rights and representation. I support trans people's rights, anyone's rights, to live safely in their world as their fullest selves. Off the bat, this is the fucking problem with, with fucking Chappelle's situation. At what point in, in his comedy specials did he ever advocate or fucking endorse hurting people? Because he made Never. fucking he made fucking Never. jokes about gender and shit. So of course, and this why Never. I pissed off. So so Patton Oswalt first defends Dave Chappelle, but says that we well, you know what I disagree with fucking Dave about fucking trans fucking rights and people's rights to fucking live. What when in any fucking Chappelle special has Chappelle advocated or endorsed hurting people? So Patton, Never. it's like so Patton, it's it's a very fucking pussy way of saying that he's your friend, but you disagree with him on rights. When has Chappelle ever fucking ever advocated anybody's rights? Never, like, never. Come on, you fucking never. dude, dude. Come on, man. So never. he goes, for all things he's helped me evolve on, I'll always disagree with him where he stands now on transgender issues. But I also don't believe he's, don't believe a seeker like him is done evolving and learning. So, of course, okay, Pat Oswald understands the fact that Dave Chappelle is his friend, but Dave Chappelle needs to fucking to evolve. He needs to fucking learn. Dave Chappelle needs to be fucking better because, because God forbid, again, Pat Oswald disagrees with Dave Chappelle. So, Dave Chappelle has, fuck out of here, man. Remember that, um, thing he said about the uh transgender comedian that he became good friends with oh he passed away. G- god forbid you talked about that though you know nobody talked i noticed that nobody really yeah. talks about that but yet they're saying oh he's a, he's transphobic he's nope. he's homophobic but he made what, jokes yeah yeah made jokes but he did that touching story about yeah that trans and, and, and that was all fucking was a phenomenal person yeah. Yeah. Where he actually admitted, you know, he had his little stereotypes, but once he became good friends with a trans yeah. woman, he got a further understanding. Yeah. 
And he even said at the end that, you know, yeah. that whenever he get a chance to talk to their children and stuff like that, he, he's going to tell great stories yeah. about them. So let me end this by saying so, that, okay, so uh, Pat Oswald Al- says that <laughs> I'm an LGBTQ ally. I'm a loyal friend. There's friction in those traits, and I need to recon- reconcile myself and not let cause feels betrayal in anyone else. I'm sorry. I'm truly sorry. Because, again, of course, the best thing to do is constantly fucking apologize because you're a fucking pussy, which, which, as I said, none of my jokes are just Chappelle's jokes. Like Chappelle said himself, I will never, ever fucking apologize for anything I've said on this fucking podcast, on Facebook, on my YouTube channel. I'm never fucking apologize because when right. you apologize you never fucking win it all, all it is and carlton knows this shit it's a cliche of blood in the fucking water because exactly. it, it's never fucking enough so he said i'm or the depth that i've hurt i've been messaging a lot of instagram today and the back and forth has been really helpful help me guide in this writing of this despite the backlash that Chappelle received from from netflix employees again what netflix employees what two of them again t- t- two fucking two employees go, go fuck yourselves the streaming platform announces in December that they will take part in a new 11-day stand-up comedy festival, and that was it. And since then, because this is back in um, December and stuff too, this is August, Chappelle is doing just fucking fine, Netflix is doing just fucking fine, again we say this shit, because the, the very vocal mind said, Chappelle will make a fucking comedy special and get 200 fucking million likes on Twitter, and five assholes are fucking offended, and okay, we have to walk out or Netflix cancel Chappelle. Chappelle is right now Netflix's biggest fucking draw, because two fucking cunt employees walk out it's like that that's the fucking norm get the fuck out of here man and Patton, it's like to me i felt this was a very very fucking slimy way of saying he's my friend but i disagree with him and you know my friend needs to fucking evolve he needs to fucking learn more about trans rights what what did he say about like you know that was against trans rights dude nothing fuck out of here man if i was I'm sorry it's like, that's, no, no, that's if opinion. i was the, the way that i think or how we Thing. Let's say I was trans, hypothetically speaking, and let's say Dave Spell. Mark you know, might as well his... be trans. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna get laid as a fucking as a fucking dude, so you might as well just become a fucking. Tr- fucking <laughs> might as well. Well, just well your fucking you, yeah, I know what I'm saying. <laughs> he yeah. probably still gonna get a. If if I was to had a conversation <laughs> the way that I think, I would have. Asked him where was he coming from, talking about Dave Chappelle asking yeah. where he was coming from, things like that. But I I know why you're laughing because because oh, I see suffering Marcus you trans. But I said the hypothetical, like speaking, just speaking, like if I was that, I would have asked, hey Dave, where you coming from? Because you notice how whether you're straight. Whatever. Just call it the clothes. Call it the clothes. Could you imagine Mark would identify as a woman? Are you, are you there, Carlton? Identify it as a man cat. <laughs> I'm just well, saying that it seemed like just just thinking out. I'm just thinking outside the box because I am a heterosexual man. Are you sure? <laughs> I didn't say it. <laughs> I'm drunk, so I'm questioning myself. <laughs> wow. But I'm just saying that there's like how <laughs> he, needs to, he needs to identify as a woman, wow. and even that no guy's gonna want to give him no fucking dick. Goddamn! <laughs> you look like a fucking pregnant woman gets his dick chopped off. Goddamn! <laughs> the hernia in his stomach. <laughs> God fucking damn! 
<laughs> I was trying to say, you how you talking about bubble thinkers, <laughs> confirmation. <laughs> I would have just asked, hey, Dave, where are you coming from? You know, what do you mean yeah. by the jokes or puns or punchlines, whatever, whatever. But just, if I'm a bubble thinker, how just about nearly virtually everybody is yeah. bubble thinkers, I'm just going to jump in the bandwagon, you know. Yeah. Oh, you got something against the LBGTQ community? Yeah. Yeah. But. I so, don't know. So, I mean, I, I've been looking up with, with Junior, like Junior, U. Lewis, Carlton, mm-hmm. Big Allen stuff. Of course, I've, like, I've said before, I'll say this again a billion times on the podcast and YouTube. If I ever expect Lewis and Junior and Carlton to Al to agree with every single thing that comes out of my mouth, you're a fucking asshole, okay? Unless you plan on cloning yourself. I mean, unless you plan on cloning yourself, no one's going to agree with every single issue. But I've never one, t- one time in the fucking 40 years I've known fucking Carlton where it's like, Carlton's a great guy, but like, if only he would evolve into a better version of himself like it just sounds like it's such a fucking cop out man i'm sorry most um intellectual disagreements is not from a place of hatred as we're talking it's usually from the iron sharpens iron concept meaning that if i disagree it's not because i said something invalid it might be from an inexperience that i have not yet experienced and y'all putting me on to something that I never experienced before, and y'all giving yeah. me a new light of perspective, but not everybody thinks like that. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's a point that these. Hey, what these, the hell these, are you laughing? <laughs> but like, you know, all of us, they all four is drunk and not fucking drunk, and even, even if Big Al was here, like, listen, I said, I've said, the transgender, I don't give a fuck if you're a guy, you want to chop your fucking dick off and call yourself a woman. Call yourself a fucking woman. Listen, I'm not advocating fucking hurting you, but like, like Chappelle, I would say, listen, it, I, at what point do I have to start endorsing your your delusion? I say, it's like I can. That don't mean you hate them. No, it's exactly. Just that's you not know? your thing. And and I'm so. actually, like I said, um, how how can I put it? Well, it's like Dave Chappelle, like any of us on this podcast, I, he's never said anything fucking hateful. No. I never no, say anything no. fucking hateful. Like I've always fucking said, because we we hit this point now, and we talk about this podcast with Carlton and fucking Junior. Oh, well, I'm a transgender woman and stuff too. If, if you don't fuck me, you're you're transphobic. Because no, I'm having sex with a fucking woman. Okay, no offense. You're a guy who cut his fucking dick off. All right, you're right. not a fucking woman. I'm not fucking phobic. I don't hate you, but I'm not going to fuck a guy with a mangled fucking dick. Call right. me fucking phobic, bro. I don't give a fuck. There's you're you're not a fucking that. woman. Okay, you're and not, don't, that's and, not phobic. And, and, and we're seeing this. It. We're seeing this shit fucking more and more oh well fuck trans women or, or fucking women no they're fucking not i'm sorry i don't hate you i don't wish death upon you but i'm not sticking my dick in your mangled fucking f- f- flabby fucking flesh i'm sorry <laughs> i mean say carlton has a fucking wife okay his wife has had multiple fucking children she's a woman i'm sorry it's just like you know junior can all day call himself one day janet all right mm-hmm. and he he's he's never he's never gonna be a woman it's supposed to be like, <laughs> mark is gonna be margaret <laughs> Margaret. <laughs> well, I'm gonna step out here, guys. If you guys don't keep going, no, no, we're we're wrapping up Carlton, but no, um, hey, this first time it's been like a long time since so we had yeah, fucking no, four, four of us together. But uh, thanks for as always doing the Zoom meeting and stuff. It was fun, but it, uh, it was good. It was good to speak. It's good to catching you again, up, Carl. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm usually here with Chris every Saturday. Yeah, for the most no, and I said before, I say this again. I know I said we don't have the biggest podcast phone. It's that's why we do more YouTube stuff. The reason being is it's like right now, Carlton. We got lucky. You, me, Junior, fucking Lewis, all four of us, we have.
have literally four different days off, four different work schedules, four different fucking time frames. No one's no one's hating nobody. We just we all work different hours. It's simple yeah. as that. It's like we would yeah. do this more often. So we have different we have conflicting fucking schedules. That's why I said be, trying to be a podcaster fucking full time or a YouTuber full time. It's easy when you don't have to go to work in the morning. So if, if all four of us didn't have to fucking work, Jesus Christ! If tomorrow if we win a fucking Powerball, Jesus, man, I'd have all fucking four of us doing podcasts. Five days a fucking week and YouTube videos five days a week. Whenever I see more as YouTube guys, I upload vid- four or five videos seven days a week. Yeah, bro, because you have nothing else going on. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> so, no, I was like, like I told Lewis, I told Lewis this shit, Junior, you yourself, Carlton, Big Al. I love talking to you one on one. I love talking to Junior one on one or Lewis one on one. But it's right. I I haven't laughed this fucking hard in, in a good fucking five six months. It's just having <laughs> Lewis here, Carlton, because it's always it's, good. It's, uh, yeah, it's 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 always good to bounce ideas off your friends. So definitely, you especially know. you know more perspectives. It's, it's, it's yeah, exactly. Genuine. Yeah. Insightful, intellectual, sarcastic ideas. But no, it's Carlton. Very insightful, nevertheless. I'm looking at time right now. We we kissed. We just killed two hours and forty five minutes. We kissed. No, I said we killed. <laughs> I'm not that drunk shit. <laughs> He's about to go fuck Margaret. <laughs> plus, plus, I hate black people, so. <laughs> um, no, so Carlton, we, we, we did. No we, uh, we, no, we, we just killed two hours and 45 minutes, and it's time. It felt like we did this five minutes ago. So, <sighs> I it's know. awesome. But no, I have so, a wife that I must tend to. Yeah. So. No, as, as always, thanks for coming on. So we, I hope we can do this more often, but that's the thing with the fucking podcast. The podcast is a hobby. It's a part-time thing. All four of us have full-time jobs and wives and friends and girlfriends, whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. So. But um, no, I'll wrap this up. Let, let, let Carlton say his fucking goodbyes, Junior Lewis, and I hope we can yeah. do this more often. But if it doesn't happen, hey, it's not yeah, a good I had a, I had a great time tonight. Yeah. Like I said, like, the more people, the bouncing ideas, the different perspectives. Okay. And the intellectual conversation. So, I mean, I always look forward to this. Yeah, it's thought-provoking. Like, it we is. people who's bringing thought, like, knowledge, wisdom, and enlightenment. Yep. Like, especially uh, when each and every one of us know what we're I can't, talking I can't about look at you right now. He called him Margaret, okay? Like, <laughs> 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 you, you want to say goodbye for you I have four words for people. Four words for the haters, four words for bubble thinkers, and four words for stupid ass fucking people. Fuck all of you. There you go. All right. Um, Carlton, as always, we'll get together soon. Um, next time like, we come to your house, we, I'll bring the iMac and stuff. But um, anybody listening, awesome. Thanks for Lewis for coming down. And just, hey, guys, I honestly say this shit. It's like YouTube, this podcast. It's free. Always going to be, be free. The four of us, we pay our own fucking bills. Not asking fucking for money, whether we get one viewer or a million viewers. Hey, it's just we're just here to have a fucking good time. So, but catch you guys later. All right, man. Uh, Stop recording. Stop. And.